0: Oh there's one thing after. him, So another. Right. Right. I'm I'm using this as like
1: Al's glorious return to the podcast.
2: <laughs> this should be accompanied by like Rick Flair's music. Dun,
3: dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Woo!
0: Right. I'm sorry. I'm dum 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 eating
1: some chips?
0: But, uh, your dinner,
2: yeah, 10 o'clock at night. Al, well, I had to fanny on with this, bro. Otherwise, I would have been done.
1: <laughs> oh, well, we apologize. You could have
2: eaten at the same time. You're fannying you on with that, right?
3: Are you eating What's a big bag of Al?
2: chips? Burger right. chips,
1: right there, Al?
2: Uh, how, 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 that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. I'm just wondering Al, how long you're going to be eating for, because I can just hear you chomping. Well,
0: <laughs> we'll start it, and I'll mute at my end, so um, so you won't hear me chomping. And then, we'll which
2: end are you muting?
0: <laughs> Sorry? Which end are you muting? Well, I feel I feel a bit guilty. I've already delayed the thing. You see, so, so I don't delay it anymore. Right. Okay, so how are we gonna do
2: this? Do you want me and Phil to kick off, and then you just join in? Yeah, fine. Right. So will me and Phil do the intro? Yeah.
0: Okay. You're how fine. how how big is this burger? At? It's um, you know the size of the egg. It's Survivor Series.
2: It's like a small portion of that, hopefully.
1: Oh, is it a gobbledy pounder? Is that what it is?
0: It's a gobbledy cooker burger. It's nice. Nice. <laughs> wow.
2: Oh, I've got tears in my eyes. Dancing. <laughs> tears in my eyes. Right, um, right.
0: Go
3: on. Go. <laughs> Sorry, I hey, was oh I'll
0: mute it. No, 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 but I'll mute it. I'll mute it. Here we go. Mute. Right. <laughs>
4: Welcome to the Concaitionables. Tonight, a team
1: of three strives to survive at Survivor Series 1990. Together, forming the team of podcasters on a Mission, the fiend of Cameron Phillips, Phil the Hammer Doyle, and Geordie Allen Milburn. ONLY TONIGHT, ON THE
4: CONQUISTABLE!
2: Right. (laughs) Let's see, are we starting then?
4: Yeah.
2: I think we are.
4: (laughs) I think we are, no
1: I can't.
0: Yes, yes, please start.
1: I thought you were muted!
0: I am now.
3: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Hello, Cameron.
1: Hello, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Welcome to another professional episode of the Conkey Support.
2: Another off start to the show, which, um, <laughs> basically, it's what? It's one minute past ten at night, just for precision. Yeah. And uh, Al's had a little bit of trouble getting on the line uh, on uh, Skype, but he's fixed that technical issue now. Yeah. Uh, But he's not quite fixed the technical issue of not having had any dinner.
1: (laughs) So he's eating what sounds like a very nice burger.
2: Yeah, it sounds like like a great... Because we can hear every mouthful. (laughs) Every mouthful. So temporarily...
1: But Cameron, so did the listeners before the podcast started.
2: Well yeah, so te- temporarily Al's a little bit muted, but he's he's waiting to break onto the scene. But we're just gonna gonna settle in and just uh, get this on your way. and uh once Al has filled his gob yeah. and it's suitably nourished <laughs> the podcast ahead, then we can um we
1: can, we can nail this podcast
2: we can nail this podcast because last month um well, I say that like we do this monthly. <laughs> Uh <laughs> but it's uh, we had a uh, primetime conquistador's episode yeah. uh for the first TNA show with Hulk Hogan. What was before uh, that? It was I forgot what was before that. The Divi show.
1: Divi, wasn't it? Uh
3: Halloween
2: Havoc, that's what we did. It Halloween Havoc before that. yes it was it's Halloween Havoc. Uh I might the chips. He's on at the chips, isn't Don't the chips. Oh dear! He's, uh, he's,
1: not, he's got his bicuspids working on his chips.
2: He has, yeah. He's. <laughs> <laughs> Al is jumping away at the chips. <laughs> um... That
3: sounds so wrong.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: So anyway, um,
2: tonight it's a kind of uh, <sighs> me. It's a kind of combined choice between me and Alan. <sighs> it's. Um... <clears throat> Nineteen Ninety Survivor Series, the classic. Is it classic? Question. Well, we'll um at um, suppose.
1: But yeah, historically important because of someone who makes a debut.
2: That is part of the um, uh, the importance of this pay per view. Yeah. I mean, all going go albeit he makes his debut in a in a turkey suit. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Gobbled and Gooker is a big part of uh, American pro wrestling. No, film. That's not, and, that's, not,
1: uh, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I don't but, know what you meant.
2: No, but... Oh, we'll, we'll, you meant the other
1: guy. No, don't, it'll be a spoiler, just in case the oh, legions yeah, of violence haven't
2: yeah. watched. Spoilers for, what, 26-year-old um, pay-per-views?
1: Just shut up. The point is, yeah. it's a debut, it's a potential classic. Oh, God, he's coming back. I'm done. Are you done?
2: Yeah. Your sound quality's a bit off. You all right? Yeah, sorry, I've just had a
0: mouthful. Um... And I've had some chips as well. Right. (laughs) With us, Al. All sorted. Brilliant.
2: (laughs) Grand. (laughs) As long as you're with us. Shall
1: I just very quickly bullet point things that have happened since the last show?
2: Yes, very quickly.
1: Very quickly. Um, Roman Reigns is a definite naughty boy. Yes. Because he had his uh, um, wellness, failed failed the wellness thing. He did. Well, it shocked me because I was this close. I'm making a very close fit symbol with my fingers. I'm putting a bet on him getting like the longest reign or beating CM Punk's reign. Because you know the way they kept the belt on um, uh, thingy belt there, so they take the record off AJ Lee. Yes. Aye. I thought they were going to do that for Punk, but they didn't. So, you know. Good job we didn't put a bet on it. No,
2: um, good job. You'd have lost money. Exactly.
1: But that's all fine because uh, Dean Ambrose has got the belt. And we like Dean Ambrose because he's good. Yes. Um, Brock Lesnar might be a naughty boy, but we don't know for definite.
2: No, not yet,
1: because he's uh, he's what was it? He, there was some problem in one of his tests before UFC two hundred. No details.
2: No details yet. No Brock for legal. Says we'll get
1: to the bottom of it, and I imagine he would get to the bottom of it because he's a very very big man. Yes. Um, Hideo Itami's back in NXT wrestling again.
2: Good. we like Hideo? Go go Hideo. I think he's not been on
1: TV yet. I think he's been on house shows and stuff.
2: No, I think he's been on house shows. I saw a photo of him wrestling uh, Samoa Joe and it looked like they had the same black and yellow trunks on. It looked it should be tag partners. A little bit awkward. A little bit awkward. yeah.
1: And uh, following on from the last show where we discussed Broken Matt Hardy, we had the final deletion match.
2: Which, uh, to keep it brief, is terrible. (laughs) I love it. I
3: think it's brilliant. (laughs) I knew you would. So today, it's Sunset. The final deletion takes place, Senior Benjamin. Prepare the battlefield for massacre. Yes, Mister
2: Hardy. <laughs> I knew Al would just to disagree with me, really. But there it's, you go.
3: It's
1: it's it's the robot drones with the holograms of Matt <laughs> Hardy's face coming out of it. It's just like I don't I don't get
3: it. I, I like the gardener.
0: Gardener is my favourite character. What, Signor Benjamin? Yes. Oh dear God,
2: no, no. Just, I think to be honest, it's it's odd because the gardener the only guy that's actually got over in the entire match. <laughs> you know, everyone was like, "Oh, the gardener, Signor Benjamin," and I don't think that's the effect they wanted. No, there was.
1: I assume they wanted the Hardy Boys to get more
2: over or something. I don't know. Well, it's the only, It's it's the two biggest names that they've got. Yeah. Really, but, from a sort of wrestling audience point of view, fighting uh, near hey. a tree. And firing fireworks at each other. Pretty much, yeah, yeah pretty much. Apparently. And also using um, what used to be sort of military hardware um, <laughs> to invade each other's houses. Yeah. But um, it's probably similar to <clears throat> military hardware, which at the time America would have used in the Gulf War, which is a large um, oh, constituent oh God. of the 1990 Survivor Series. Oh, yes. oh my yes. God. Yes. 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 Segwayed. How beautiful that was! Segued to the hilt.
1: That was amazing. That was.
4: Hello, everyone. I'm Sean Mooney here for Coliseum Videos presentation of the WWF Survivor Series, where only the strong survive. And this year's Thanksgiving Day tradition has some added features that will make this video cassette a true classic. For the first time in Survivor Series history, there will be a grand finale match of survival. At the end of the evening, the survivors of all the matches will climb back into the ring to determine just who has the greatest will to survive. And let's not forget about this giant egg behind me. Once the action starts and this place heats up, who knows how fast it'll hatch. Also throughout the evening, we'll be roaming the arena to talk to some of you, the fans, to get your thoughts on this Thanksgiving spectacular. Without further delay, let's get this 1990 Survivor Series underway.
2: So tonight we're going to do the 90 Survivor Series. It's kind of a, a, a kind of mixed choice between me and Al, I think it's fair to say, isn't it, Al? Yes, it is, yes, it is. Yes, because I, I knew it was going to be one of your favourites, and that's
0: why I kind of went for it. What gives you that idea, Cameron?
2: Uh, it, because you don't have to watch it, Al, and you know the results.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> like it's off
2: automatically by off by heart, with, despite only having probably watched it last time in
1: 2006. <laughs> that VHS tape is worn out, I bet. Um,
0: yes, I do have it on VHS. There you yes. go.
2: There you go. <laughs> Are you expecting any less? Oh, of course you do. And I'll have it on VHS. Anyway, um, should we just kick off? Yes. Right. Isn't it good to have Growly Vince back?
1: That's exactly what I put at the start of my notes. Ah, Vince Instro, I missed you.
2: Yes, it's been a while since we've had a good old Growly Vince intro of This these, these pay-per-view shows. And it
1: goes off <laughs> well a while because he's reading out all the names and we get headshots of, like, everybody, don't we?
2: Yeah, you do. Um, there is a moment, though, where Vince just seems like he's having some kind of breakdown he's just saying random words. Because he's there just kind of going, Hawk! Axe!
4: Animal! Smash!
2: <laughs> it's a bit weird. And what also a- in that same graphic, it looks like Mr. Perfect's just come from the sex club. Well,
1: we say that, aren't Demolition wearing, like, full gimp suits? Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. They've got the mask it's, like- it's like, what the hell's going on in this <laughs> match?
2: It's like Mr. Perfect in one corner and the other three are just like, it's weird. All you'd find, in that and you've got
1: um, uh, Hercules and Paul Roma's glasses that are just like,
2: which are stunning.
1: They're amazing. They're like two different frames of glasses stuck together.
2: And just yeah, s-
1: slapped on their faces. So this is a this is, this is bizarre. Yeah, amazing intro. This one is
2: pretty much. Yeah, which was, was it? Bebop in uh, the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very similar to him. It just reminded me of him. That's, that's very topical, with the film being out, you know, not too long ago. Well, kind of topical, yeah, and Seamus is in it as well. But I don't think he's Bebop. I think he's Rocksteady, isn't he? He's Rocksteady because he calls you the other one Biebs. Oi, right, Beebs. That's what he says. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, tonight um, is entirely made up of uh, matches of teams of four on four. Uh, Would this it's be always... one of the
1: last ones like that, basis? Because, like, after this, they kind of moved away. Like there'll be like one traditional slow series match or two. Um... Ninety-one's got four. Yeah, so they kind of start moving away from everything being in this format to have like one or
0: two matches in this format, and like normal matches fill up the rest of the card. But they go back to it. The, the ninety-two there's only one. Yeah. And then they go back to four and ninety-three, two and ninety-four, and four and ninety-five. I think and four and ninety-six.
1: Yeah, so that's become a bit more a bit like a similar people isn't it for whatever I, I remember like the next couple of years I was getting really mad thinking oh, a survivor series teams of
0: five that strive to survive it, it goes into um, title matches start becoming a thing from next year yeah for most three and four, 93 and 4 don't have title matches no sorry 94 does 93 doesn't have a title match but then I think all of them do from then on mm-hmm. well, the majority of them do anyway
2: the commentary team for tonight is Monsoon and Piper which makes sense. Which is a bit weird because, well, monsoon makes sense, but Piper, I I, I didn't know. I was going to ask Al if there was a reason why Piper
0: was only commentating on this show. Was he injured or something? I don't think he was. I'm sure he mentioned it on one of his either podcasts, DVDs, <laughs> magazines, something like that that he wanted to wrestle, but Vince thought he was so good at commentary that he kept him in the commentary booth. Similar to the Macho Man's mm. position in 93-94 when uh, he didn't right. commentate, but he wanted to be a wrestler, so he went to WCW, but they, they stuck him. I think Piper had the same sort of thing. That he said he didn't mind being a commentator, but he preferred being in the ring, I think. Mm, fair he, enough. He did have a knee injury, but I don't think that was yet. I think that was later on yeah, when he was know.
1: injured. Well, he still had like his greatest match, the greatest ICW uh, uh, Intercontinental match coming up didn't he it must great. So,
2: great well, it's not the greatest one I think we've established I, that as a I podcast, don't recall that not. at all I, I recall that very well I don't, I don't recall um, that anyway yeah. uh, Piper uh, cuts an amazing promo on Saddam Hussein
3: Drumstick out of your mouth. Sit down and enjoy it now, Mr. President Saddam Hussein. I'm charging you double. We are gonna make you pay through the nose.
2: Because of course he does. At the top of this show, it's just nuts, really. he't um, I mean,
1: if like you know, this style of wrestling had been around in World War Two, do you reckon he would have cut one on Hitler and stuff?
2: Probably. Yes. I'd say, yeah. I'd, I'd say whoever it was that was America was fighting at the time. It would have just got a probe in it, their face. Had it, been, had it been 10 years ago he'd have got a pro on in Osama bin Laden. You know, <laughs> It would have been exactly the same. I bet
1: thing. he did though. I bet he was probably still around, wasn't he then? He, well, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He would have, I, bet he definitely, definitely. I bet he did. I bet he did. Tonight differs slightly because the surviving um, members of all the matches will team together at the end for the final test of survival. Now it's not at this point where they mention anything about or the good guys will go on one team and the bad guys will go on another but that's the way it just naturally (laughs) obviously Um, so there you go anyway we kick off with the perfect team
4: world wrestling federation champion the ultimate warrior and mr. perfect lead team members texas tornado crash along with animal axe hawk smash it's the Warriors versus the perfect team
0: can I, can I just say it's quite clever though because the Warriors is such a fitting name because you've got the Warrior, the Road Warriors, and the Modern Day Warrior. Wow. Yeah, so you have. It's actually
1: almost clever.
2: That is that is <laughs> quite poetic.
1: Yeah.
2: And they do they do like a good promo beforehand, don't they? I've just, just got like... the notes on the promo up here. I said Mean Genie's is with the ultimate team. Hawk apparently doesn't know what his thoughts are. No. He, does he ever? <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> well, I don't know. From the Legion of Doom, Hawk. your thoughts?
4: I don't know what
2: my thoughts are exactly! And then you get animals saying something about the little tornadoes, warriors, and <laughs> doomers. The little tornadoes.
4: Demolition, Mr. Perfect! Submission is one way to go down! And for all the little warriors, the little tornadoes, and the little doomers, we won't let you down!
2: Warriors says something about skeletons. And <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, then- I've just
1: got written down, no sense at all. None. No,
4: none. None. none at all. None at all. <laughs> nothing to do with anything close to perfectness. I've asked all the skeletons that have already made the sacrifice to follow me and these three warriors, the Legion of Doom and the Texas Tornado, into this battle. Whether to walk farther than all the rest or to stay behind and make the sacrifice, it makes no difference, Mr. Perfect in demolition. For as the ultimate warrior, I surround us in this force field and we have become one. We have formed a bond. Like no other, and no one can break what we have created. There is no poison, no creation, and no medicine to cure what we have. You, Mr. Perfect, and Demolition will not survive.
2: And apparently there is no medicine to cure what they have.
0: (laughs) Well, if there if there is, Hawk would have took it, surely.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: We talk about the Warrior, though. We look back and go, oh, the Warrior's promo's made no sense. But they
2: literally made no sense. No, they were completely stupid. But that was his gimmick. But even
1: so... Yeah, he was a
0: nutter. Even
1: (laughs) so, skeletons. I mean, come on. Skeletons and
2: force fields and... and No sense.
0: Maybe he knew what was coming up later on in the debut. Maybe that's why he's (laughs) going on about skeletons. (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe. Maybe he does.
2: I've also put, for the entrances, the faces get separate entrances. But warrior has to really take that corner really gingerly. <laughs> yeah, he does, is not he? Because <laughs> there's, there's like the, the the curtain, then there's like a sort of forty five degree corner that's quite tight, yeah. and then the rest of the aisle. Yeah,
1: so he still runs and he like goes crazy. Oh, well, he still
2: runs, but you can see Kyra and nearly has to just slow it down a little bit initially just to get around that corner and mm-hmm. then away again. They spend ages sizing each other up before Animal jumps on Smash. I think it is difficult to tell the members of the de- of demolition apart.
1: It was like uh, Axe was the kind of uh, silver and black face, and yep. Smash was black and red. Sorry, white and red. Yeah, like up and down, and uh, like uh, spiky lines up and down, spiky
0: lines. Like like Charlie Brown's T-shirt. Crush was the one. Crush um, was the one who couldn't wrestle. There you go. Yeah, there
2: you go. Huh? Yeah, Crush was the one they used quite sparingly.
0: He really
1: hated uh, clowns as well. They come back yeah, to did, several years down they, the line,
2: yeah. um, especially when there's two of them. Yes. God help me, the day that we do WrestleMania 9 on this podcast. I can't wait!
3: I can't wait!
2: No, it's not happening. Might be sooner than you think. Uh, Anyway, keep going. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, what have we got here? Uh, Perfect gets welted by absolutely everybody.
1: (laughs) Because that's what he does.
2: Yeah. Axe tags in, beats on Tornado for a bit, Warrior tags in, two shoulder tackles, a splash, and a three count. Axe is eliminated. Yeah,
1: and that's it. He's out the WWF as well. Bye bye, Axe. It's his last match. It is. Well, his last televised match. Yeah, is his that, him? Match, yes. is that that's him really gone? gone? Is that that's him gone? Gone? gone off TV? Yeah,
0: it's just smash and crush after that. He wanted to be a booker, but I don't think they wanted him to be a booker. So he fell out with them, and then yeah, uh, they got into lawsuits and everything. Because he wasn't in the good way by then, was he? No, because he he used to work. Uh, he used demolition. He um he recruited a new guy called Demolition Blast. And uh, them two went on the Indies or Japan or something and WE tried to sue them for the name. But I think Axe won his court case to the rights to Demolition, I think. Hmm. Hmm. So that's why you mightn't see Beledi in the Hall of Fame, but I would like to. <laughs> I'd like to see him in. I think Demolition to get in there because like,
1: when I started watching wrestling like in the late 80s, like, Demolition were the biggest tag team in the company, weren't they, by far? Yeah. I mean, I know they're like a you know, Road Warriors knockoff and stuff, but they were a good Road Warriors knockoff. Oh, I thought they were a good team, yes. I quite like it. But so, so seeing him go like that is a little bit sad.
0: Because after that demolition, pretty much become jobbers, which is even sadder.
1: Yeah. Well, it's what? About a year or so till it's the repo man? Uh, yes, yes, it is about a year, yes. About a year, yeah. Well, by WrestleMania 8, definitely he's repo man, isn't he? So No, he's he's, he's Bryce Survivor Series next year. He's repo man. Oh, God. It's quite sad, like, you know, considering how big that tag team was. And it was obviously quite a big part of the card and all that. And he
0: ends up just becoming repo man. They never had that big payday Legion of Doom demolition match. They had house shows and stuff. Uh, Mm. There might have been like a lame televised one, but it wasn't like a big event. You know, to me, it would have been a WrestleMania match, but they couldn't quite stretch it out to Mania. You know, well they couldn't
1: get like it would have needed to been like what eighty eight to have them both in their prime. Yeah, and they were obviously both in different companies, weren't they? So you were never going to get like the two of them together. But by the time here, you got them together. Like Ax is obviously you know physically not in his prime. He's on the way out, and yeah. he, can't, he can't put Crush in there because
0: that's not that's not right. He's is very like I think they maybe did him too soon because he he's he's too early I think to be on television oh, or so be in so that position I think. So you're saying he's Roman Reigns like twenty years too early? He possibly is because the after Demolition finished that I don't know if he leaves or they take him somewhere at the train, but he comes back in Round Summer '92 with these Hawaii gimmick. Oh, the the Kona crush. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, no. It was. Good. I want to think. I want to say it was good times, but it really wasn't. No, no. But perfect really though. I mean, it's got Mister Perfect in this match. So it's, it's, you know, there's even one point. There's like a botch reversal. And he makes it look good because he's Mister Perfect.
2: Because <laughs> he is yeah, he's perfect.
1: He probably is in this match. Easily the best wrestler, isn't he? Surely.
2: Um. Well, the best out and out pure wrestler. Yeah. Uh, I'd say yes, probably, but a close second's to Texas Tornado. Yeah. Let's see.
1: He really never really kind of like. I remember
0: it, but he never. He, he, he's the Intercontinental Champion this match, isn't he? He's got the Intercontinental belt. He, he beat Perfect at SummerSlam for it, yeah. yes. And he loses it back to Perfect. I don't even know if he might have even taped the match where he's lost it to the Perfect before the Survivor Series. It wouldn't surprise me. That's quite bad. Because, like, it, they gave him a push, but it didn't seem like it was like a wholehearted push. Well, I think what it was is he was supposed to fight Brutus Beefcake at SummerSlam. But Brutus got his face kicked, you know, on the parasail accident. Oh, the he legendary parasail accidents. Yeah. Um. So they needed a quick opponent, I think, for SummerSlam. So they obviously signed Von Erich and wanted to push him in a big way to start off with. But yeah. maybe they just lost a bit of faith in him. I don't know. I know he had problems at one point, but I don't know if they were quite there at that period of time or not. Yeah, because
1: it's one of the the, the tragic Von Erich stories. Yeah. It? Next, we had the only way Legion of
0: Doom ever seemed to lose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what by just going, we're just going to fight,
0: screw the ref, let's just have a big rumble? <laughs> I think so. Was it, was it Hawk tries to kick the ref at one point or something?
2: Um, hold on, I've got uh, Hawk's shoulders go off the post. Oh, of course it does. Um, Hawk gets a shoulder tackle in and doesn't bother to sell aforementioned shoulder injury <laughs> at <laughs> all. Why would you? Um, Hawk then attacks the ref and he DQs. For some reason, Hawk attacks the ref, but the referee DQs all four of. The well, two members of Demolition Demolition. are
1: left. Well, they've got to rattle through this card, haven't they? They've
0: got to get through it quick because you've got a lot of matches to get through. (laughs) I think, I think you do, Demolition does shove the referee as well, but the camera doesn't pick it up very well at all. Yeah, when
2: I just watched it, it just looked like Hawk had kind of like lashed out at the referee and And so he disqualifies four guys for that one thing and it looked a bit odd. Yeah. Um, Perfect versus Warrior. No, Perfect wants Tornado.
0: He does. A smart move on Perfect's part.
2: Yes, because as soon as Warrior tags Tornado in, and just as Tornado's coming through the ropes, Perfect jumps him. Perfect seems to spend the next five minutes just flinging himself over the top rope three times. <laughs> basically. Uh, well, does. So does Heenan at one stage. He even takes a great bump. Oh, he does. He does.
0: He's a He's a great bump taker. And then Tornado channels the spirit of Hawk, doesn't he?
2: Yes, he does. Yeah, he goes flying once again into the turnbuckle with his shoulder but he actually sells it <laughs> yeah. um, there's perfect, a perfect plex does it yeah perfect plex which warrior despite standing in the corner doesn't bother coming in to break up
0: <laughs> because he believes he believes the texas can't in the intercontinental trap yeah, he should be able to get out of a perfect plex Come well, on, fucking wrong
2: <laughs> <laughs> warrior breaks up the uh, breaks through the perfect plex so when he, he texas tornado has gone and it's just warrior and perfect left um perfect gets the perfect plex on warrior but warrior just breaks it up because ah, that
1: shouldn't happen to the perfect plex i'm sorry
0: no, no perfect no. plex you're all shit on hogan warrior does it as well <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah we'll make a whole dvd of him shall we yeah <laughs> um warrior starts to shake the ropes and then i've got splash for three warrior is the sole survivor yeah so he moves on to the test of survival at the end
0: you see another uh, punch on the way out though <laughs> another punch for
2: hena he does but,
0: yeah They'll probably put Warrior on first because, you know, he's probably gassed by this point. He's got another two hours to uh, get <laughs> he's his breath yeah, back.
2: he needs another hour and a half to actually get his breath back. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it's unusual to see, like, your world champion essentially curtain twitching the opening match of the. Oh, yeah, he's the
1: world champion here as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. still
2: got the belt from Hogan. He doesn't lose it until the Royal Rumble mm. against Slaughter, who will come up later.
0: I, well, I, I enjoyed it, but I think it was the personnel. Um, I really liked Demolition when I was a kid. Hmm. It was really rare to see them, no YouTube in them days, really rare to see all three of them in the match at once, so it was a bit of a unique aspect on that part. Yeah.
2: Did Demolition not have the thing when they had the tag titles that they could, as long as yes. it was like two of them in the ring, it could be any of the three of them? The yes. Freebird thing,
0: to, Was it the Freebird rule? Uh, inevitably, the other one would always hide under the ring and swap during the match. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Have New Day not got a similar thing now? I'm sure they do. Yes, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do because it just—it's like whoever they want to have the two representing it of the three yeah. is. Yeah, thought so. Thought I remember so.
1: reading it in the magazine at the time when like Crash was there. There was like in the mag- in the WWE magazine saying they were uh, using the free bird rule, so only two of them had to defend it, but any 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 of the three could hold the belts. Yeah, it was just basically whoever was they put forward on the night. Whoever could be whoever could, they could get out of the bar, basically. No, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it's in the eighties, and they're all drinking. That's what they did.
2: Yeah. So, what do we think of this as an opening
0: match? I think it's pretty decent.
1: Right? Cause it's got that, perfect. Perfect. Without like perfect. perfect, it'll be rubbish.
0: No, you've got your, you've got your. I mean, you've got your biggest draws, and like the first team is probably some of your biggest draws in the company. Just on that one team. Yeah, probably. Yeah, actually, yeah. Legion of Doom.
2: Um, yeah, I say so. Probably tag wise. Yeah, Legion of Doom and Warrior. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the Intercontinental Champion. What more do you want? <laughs> yeah, you got. Yeah, you suppose you've got the, one of the biggest tag teams, the Intercontinental Champion. And the, am trying remember who the tag champions at this time. We'll get that next
0: match.
4: Team captains, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes and the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, join up with Coco Beware and a mystery partner, along with the Anvil, Greg Dahmer Valentine, Bret Hart, the Honky Tonk Man, the Dream Team versus the Million Dollar Team.
0: I really like this match, despite what happens at it. There's an obvious... Thing that people watch it for, but I think the match itself is pretty decent. Um, well, we'll explain who uh, this match is. It's the dream
2: team of Dusty Rhodes, Coco Beware, and the Heart Foundation, who are the tag team champions.
0: Can I just say, if I was making the dream team, there's nowhere Coco Beware would be fucking near it.
1: <laughs>
0: well, he doesn't even get any music, does he? He's just like, he's just in the ring.
1: He's just because there's a, there's a honky tonk promo before that, where they kind of talk about the mystery part in there.
4: Tech DiBiase, quite a crowd here, but conspicuous by his absence, your mystery tag team partner. If uh, he is going to show up at all here tonight, show up, little man. He will leave me. He is here, and it's only a matter of minutes before everyone knows his identity. As usual, the million dollar man has done things in grand fashion, and I promise this to be a big, very big surprise.
0: The, no, they all come down. They all come down to Dusty Rhodes' music. Yeah. Even the Heart Foundation. Their music's yes, really even good. The Heart Foundation, yeah. <laughs>
1: Cause it's like the proper Jimmy Hart version. That's the good version. Yeah, I like. That's the best version of the music.
0: No, they all use Dusty's music.
1: Yeah, it's rubbish. Although right. compared to um is it rhythm and Breeze's music? <laughs>
0: Punky Love, yes.
1: But it's like it's bad, but it's it's good. heel bad music. If that makes any kind of sense. And uh, Greg Hammer-Valentine looks crowbarred into that gimmick. <laughs> like, he does not yeah, look comfortable he, at he all. he
2: genuinely doesn't look comfortable in that gimmick at all, does he? How long did
0: Rhythm and Blues last for, then? <laughs> um, there was supposed to have a feud at the end of the year, but Honky left. Did he? Yeah.
3: Oh, because dear.
0: have a
2: that? sure classic, Yeah. Greg Valentine can't be much longer for... Well, I suppose he was in the '92 Rumble, wasn't he? Greg? He was. Well,
1: the and Blues was around 1988 to '91. It was for a was. while. I mean, they, they came, apparently at WrestleMania 6 they came down to the ring in a pink Cadillac. they uh, driven by DDP, of course. Driven by David, because he's there at everything. He's like the Forrest Gump of wrestling. He is. <laughs> the, Forrest Gump, the Forrest Gump. You know, you know, like how you see, like in Forrest Gump, like he's just there at these kind of moments in history. <laughs> it's like. Diddy Peter's there, like he get. He's like, oh, Scott Hole, you should dye your hair black and have a have a, uh, a toothpick. You should do go for that gimmick. Boom, Razor Ramon.
2: I've just got this image now of Diamond Dallas Page sat on a park bench somewhere, going, "I do the yoga. <laughs> Life is like a Bucky yoga. <laughs> Life is like saluting the sun." <laughs> but he always <laughs> just seems to be there at stuff it's weird true yeah I suppose he's like when you're one of like the wrestling's great you know whatever DDP will be in the room <laughs> he'll be he to be doing something I bet he was there for the
1: screwdrop. I bet he was, it was yeah he was <laughs> in Montreal I bet it was his idea wasn't it I it bet did. he was dressed as Shawn Michaels that's what it was it, it was him that rang the bell it was <laughs> anyway Wither and Blues not the best tag teams
2: Anyway, if you had um, if you had a pub quiz, or a wrestling theme pub quiz? Such a thing exists. We, me and Al, have been to one. Did you win? No, we came second. Second sack for with, the podcast. By the fact, no. Wait, wait. In our defence, the winning team had like six members, and me and Al were just me and Al.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the answer to so many
2: questions. And let's not let's not forget, uh, Phil. You were invited, and you didn't turn up. It was in fucking Scotland. No, it wasn't. Where was it, it was in Carlisle That's close enough to count <laughs> no it's not it is <laughs> so anyway basically <clears throat> it's a far
1: far far way away from where I am right now
2: it, easy short trip <laughs> worse anyway anyway if um, you if you were, if you were to go back and say what was the first bit of commentary that greeted the undertaker's debut in the WWE I bet no one in the room would say it was Roddy Piper saying
3: <laughs> hey,
0: But then he goes, yeah, Bookaroo, look at him. Yeah, I've also yeah. written
1: down, he says, he doesn't look friendly at all. <laughs> no, not really. Thanks, Hot Rod. Thanks for uh, that.
2: Also, also, if you were to stand there and go, you can see that uh, that kind of dead wrestling zombie gimmick he's got. <laughs> That's going to last for 25 years and more.
1: But they're still, let's look at the kids' faces when he comes out, though.
2: Yeah, he's they're proper scary. You could tell it.
1: it, it was a good gimmick, you know, as, as dumb as it was. Oh yeah, and, uh, but he's dumb. You not, let's be honest. Do you not
2: remember? Yeah, it, it, it seems really stupid when you you know you write it down. You go right, he's dead, but he's an undertaker
1: with brother lovers as his manager.
2: But do you remember what like when you were in school and you like had that like freaky story about yeah, take a locked uh, Ultimate Warrior in an airtight casket. Oh man, and he'd yeah, breathe. And you were like, fuck, that's really scary. And he had this genuine air of fear around him.
1: <laughs> I remember, was it like he was doing promos? It might be when he was with Jake the Snake, where he was making a casket. Yeah, he, And he's he, just, he, just he was like. Doing a Kamala,
2: he, wasn't was it? Right? Any, any, especially when there was a casket match involved. It was <laughs> And always, he's just
1: like playing in the wood. He's just kind of doing this kind of weird growl when he's making it. It's like, oh my God, yeah. that's just. Oh,
2: yeah! Never before
3: in the history of the Survivor series has there ever been a match so befitting. A coffin match where the winner is truly the survivor and the loser the rest in eternal damnation. oh my undertaker yes my undertaker has been working night and day on a custom made coffin for you Kamala
1: he, he went full bore into I think that's what did it I think if he didn't because like you can see the difference, Greg Hammer Valentine, you know, isn't buying into his gimmick. You can tell by his face. He's no, he's, not he,
2: he's been shoehorned into that, and he doesn't
1: like he it. Doesn't like it. Whereas, you know, Undertaker um, probably doesn't probably doesn't like you know what he's been given, but he's going to go for it as best he can.
2: Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna basically try and make it stick. Yeah, as Stone Cold would
1: say, you know, make uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yeah, and twenty five odd years later.
2: Yeah, it's oh, okay, the gimmick has evolved and changed in that time mm. and been that, but he's always been the Undertaker. Yeah. Always. Yeah, He's never, you know, even when he was like the American badass, he was still the Undertaker. Yeah. Basically. And that was incredible. I really liked it. I thought it was great. Anyway, um, where are we? Bret Hart starts against Taker. Fails. Night Art has a go. Fails. Fails. Yeah. Vocal gets across the top rope. <laughs> tombstone.
0: Coco out. God, the first the first televised tombstone by the Undertaker. It's not a good looking one though, is it? He hasn't quite figured out how to do it properly yet. You can kind of tell. There's one he actually wrestled a match on Superstars under the name of Kane, the Undertaker. He did, um, but that hadn't been televised yet. But that tombstone looked pretty dodgy as well. Yeah. See that that was that was my argument when they said uh, people go. Um, I think is it Monsoon calls it the tombstone, doesn't he? <laughs> So how does he know what it's called if he's never seen it before? Does
2: Piper not point out? Does Piper not point out? Kind okay, of good. How do you know it's that's it's called uh, that? Well, I was like, well, well, I
0: can explain so that. They were, he obviously was at the tip, and that the guy, uh, the guy did. <laughs> we could go. So go. There you go. That's how he knew it. That's how he knew it. Spot on. Give us a couple of seconds,
2: guys. I just need to let the cat out. I Give going a say. Well, carry on with yourselves. I'll I'll rejoin.
1: Oh, okay. So um, doesn't Cameron- get like the, the uh, American Dream just bust out of Dropkick as well at this point when I mean, he comes in trying to take on Undertaker and throws himself out drop Dropkick which is, seems quite excessive for Dusty Rhodes at this point in his career
0: uh, yes um, I'm not saying he gets very I'm high I'm with it I'm having technical difficulties of my own the, uh, the light that I'm, uh, that I'm in has gone weird <laughs> it's,
1: it's all the talk of the Undertaker it's all, it's all, it's the dark side's coming for you that's what it is <laughs> Dream tries to drop kick, doesn't work. So the animal comes in and he gets knocked out. Uh with, with, with a clothesline?
2: Uh I'll just put there Ted clotheslines lines oh. him for three,
0: Nightheart out. Yeah. No, He's no, right. he, he does honky, he does honky first. He power slams honky. Oh the animal does. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, Nightheart power slams honky, honky out. Uh Virgil distracts Nightheart. Yep. Ted DiBiase clotheslines lines him for a three, Nightheart out. Take her back in. Ooh. handle off top rope. Dusty pinned. Dusty's out. It's kind of old school, isn't it? We so he does it. It's like, yeah,
1: like like the proto version of the old and it school does, move.
2: He doesn't go fully across. He he, he leaves the corner. Yeah. walks a couple of steps along the top rope and then jumps, rather than going all the way across. Which obviously would be a bit difficult because he doesn't actually have a hold of his ha- arm or anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's Hitman and uh, DiBiase now, isn't it? Those,
0: the, no, no, are... no, 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 no. They're... Rhodes, um, Brother Love starts mocking Rhodes on the outside uh, yeah. So Rhodes Rhodes feels the need that he's uh, he's Got to go do Brother Love in But I think they might cock this up a bit because I think Take is supposed to be the legal Man in the ring but he tags out to Valentine and um, Obviously Taker's supposed to Go after and uh, beat up Rhodes in the aisle To stop him from getting Brother Love And then they count the Undertaker out Even though he's not legal But he's not the man in the ring Yes yeah. Now you could enforce the rules someone on the referee side could uh could count you out if um if you leave the apron for so long. But as we see in the match after, that is not the case. Okay.
1: No. Point is Undertaker goes to rescue his manager uh, or oh, I believe he's referred to at one point as Blubber Love. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's what Rod. And out he goes, and we're left with Hitman versus the Million Dollar Man. The the, the battle of the man.
0: Um Greg Valentine. Uh, Valentine Valentine goes when he attempts figure four. Yeah, and then
2: uh, you get small packaged by Brett. Hmm. Yep. So and that's
0: three. Would this be
1: like one of the first times that Hitman's like on his own for a good few minutes in the match?
0: Um, um, yes, I think it is. Um, well, he, he had a singles run against, um, what's you call Bad News Brown in '88, and I think he's done one with Dino Bravo in '89 but this is this quite a little story do you, do you remember Piper at the start any tribute to the match to Dean Hart who uh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah
2: yeah
3: I need to say something and give credit where credit's due in the WWF to Bret Hart Bret Hart just yesterday losing his own brother and he asked me to dedicate this match
4: Seeing his brother, there is a true competitor now, and a wonderful
0: man. The t- well, he writes in his book. Apparently, it's a bit of a thing with him and Dibiase. Like, obviously he knows Dibiase's got to win. But Dibiase said to him, "Listen, at the end, we'll have this little this little contest. You know, so you can have a little tribute to your brother, you know, we'll do this little. You know, we won't just I won't just like you the know, Virgil beat you up and then pin you in a second. We'll do this nice little." this little back and forth so we have a bit of a a bit of a match in the few minutes we've got
1: yeah he does he shines off a treat doesn't he
0: yeah it's a really good little um, contest between the two of them yeah and he like sneaks a win like great little heel win
1: at the end so it's like one of those kind of great things where it's like you know you don't have to win to
0: get a bit of a shine to you do you no no he obviously Bret Hart looks like he's going to win when he gets the crossbody and DiBiase rolls through and then gets the thing and then Bret Hart um, deliberately mouths something like what the fuck (laughs) <laughs> doesn't he?
1: Yeah. And we get the good old uh, chess person into the turnbuckle spot, which always looks really painful.
2: <laughs> yes, Hawk, that's how you sell things. <laughs> yeah, that's how you sell Hawk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Ted DiBiase is the sole survivor. So at the moment, your um, test of survival is Warrior versus Ted DiBiase. What a great match that will turn out to be. Now, <laughs> what a great match that would be, which apparently, as we keep getting told, is the main event on Superstars or whatever it is the next night. <laughs> Or we Saturday do night's do. main event, I think it is. Yeah.
4: Snake the Roberts and the model Rick Martell captain the respective teams of the Superfly, the Warlord, Marty Janetti, the Mighty Hercules, Shawn Michaels, Paul Roma, the Vipers versus the Visionaries.
2: Uh mean Gene is with the Vipers in the showers. Why because- the shower, Cameron? Because snakes, Phil. <laughs> it's
0: more com- comfortable for Damien.
2: It's more yeah. comfortable for Damien. A little bit of moisture. A little bit of moisture. So uh, anyway, it's... And what about Jake's eye, right? What about Jake's eye? What is... What is I don't understand what being sprayed with cologne. Arrogance. It's just, it's Get it right, arrogance, Cameron. come on. Arrogance. It's, it's arrogance. It is, it's, arrogance. It, it's a men's cologne. No, it's not. It smells
1: awful. Everybody knows It's It's like poison. It's It's immense.
2: All right, Cameron. Next time I see you,
1: I'll I'll from like like a gardening spray can (laughs) fire some clothing to your eye and see what it's like.
2: Well, I can bet you it might sting a bit, (laughs) but it it won't remove my iris.
0: (laughs) Cameron, what do you know about optics? eh? Exactly. Nothing. Sorry. Nothing. Nothing about it.
2: Sorry. I'm not. I'm not a dispensing optician in waiting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think the most important thing
2: here is that.
1: Your man Jake is going to have to wrestle that sting in his eye.
2: Yeah, it does look like one of the, um, the kind of like bizarre dress-up contact lenses, which certain opticians always advise against dispensing. <laughs> but it's clear—it's
0: clearly not a contact lens. It's clearly he's arrogant in his eye. Got arrogance in his clearly, eye. Clearly, yeah, sorry, he's just <laughs> got arrogance in his eye, and that's arrogance what causes a, this marble and effect. And of course, it leads to one of the greatest classic matches at WrestleMania 7. Shut up.
1: Um... <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, Rick Martel's got to come out first. Yes, he is yeah. a model, in case you were wondering.
2: Yes, well, if the badge says, then you must be.
3: Well, just
1: a quick thing. Uh, do we like Rick the Model Martel?
2: Yes. Um, yes. Because it
1: is like a, such a pure heel gimmick. It's fantastic.
0: He's a oh, good yeah. in the ring. He's a good He's a good hand as well.
1: Yeah. He's a good solid wrestler. As he's like DBRC. DBRC's got- like, you know, he's, he's got that kind of really good base to him. And yes. he just knows how to work the crowd as a heel. And it seems to with Rick Martel. It's a shame he didn't get much. He was just kind of like the mid-card heel guy, wasn't he? He, never, he
0: should have been like up towards the top end of the card, shouldn't he? It's a shame. as actually did a bit of story that he actually nearly could have had the opportunity. I don't know how high up. But he started to lose interest because he got into like real estate and stuff like that, and he yeah. divided his interest. So he started doing part time, and I think Finn's got a bit cold on him. So he uh, he still did his matches properly and stuff, but you know he never quite got to that uh, top level. Yeah, he'd been good as like an intercontinental kind of level,
1: yeah, level heel. That point would have been like where he should have been, just to kind of give guys the rub as they were coming up. Yep. But yeah, I like him. Power and glory, not so much.
0: No, I like I like Hercules. I'm going to defend Hercules. But have you seen how tight your shorts are?
2: Yes. i just about to say exactly the same thing, and me and Al were talking about this today on lunch break. They're like right up um, his bum don't crack. Don't say like that, right up mean, It sounds erotic.
1: You can see all <laughs> well, of his arse. All of it's,
2: it. It's 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 okay, Al. We, we can admit to talking about men's um, well,
0: pants and arses on lunch break, can we not? Well, that's the glory part of that. his gimmick, isn't
1: <laughs> it? <think laughs> that's true. Cool. That is true. <laughs> And it's quite weird that, like, or it's, we're still in that kind of hangover from the 80s where Paul Romer's still with the company. <laughs>
0: yes. And then he goes to WCW. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because it's like, obviously, you know, you, you had that kind of, what, 86 to 88 period. Like, loads of guys came into the company. Like, Paul Romer, he feels like one of those kind of guys who kind of came in and they, he was in the Young
0: Stallions. Yeah. Jim Powers, Jim, Jim who Jim became, Powers all that. He became a lifetime jobber after he's through yeah. uh, his Young Powers tag team. Young Stallions tag team, sorry. And it's
1: like that, that, that kind of hangover from that period is still just kind of going out of the company. So it's weird that they're still there because it
0: feels like they should have been gone ages ago. But, you know. Well, Paul Roma wrestled a year literally doing nothing, just having no gimmick because they couldn't think what to do with them. And then eventually <laughs> Hercules, Romer. sadly, was going down. And, you know, his gimmick was coming to an end. So they thought, oh, no, what we'll put these two guys together. of Glory. I've also and written you... down
1: here that uh, the Warlord looks like a bad He Man figure.
2: <laughs> he does a bit like he does. Look, he looks like one of them action figures you would get in, like spar, <laughs> the fake ones. <laughs> you know, the really fakey ones. I've also written
1: down that once he gets all his bits off. He looks like an inflated Steve Austin. Yeah,
2: actually, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. He's got that. the
1: black shirt, black, uh, black trunks, black boots, bald head.
2: He's just like like twice the size of him. That's... Thank God they never gave Steve Austin a trident.
3: <laughs> that <was> a <laughs> can you imagine that. Can imagine
2: that. Um, anyway, doubt the match. Uh, it starts off with Warlord and Janetti pray silence though for the Jake the Snake theme which is
1: the best wrestling theme of all time
0: It's no it's the best definitely. are you sure it's got murderers uh, drug addicts drunks <laughs> <laughs> the best of all time no oh the best of our time best of our time uh, Warlord
2: starts with Janetti. the basic story being Janetti is fast Warlord is strong Janetti <laughs> um, goes and attacks everybody um, Jake nearly gets his hands on Martell nearly well, that's the big tease for the match isn't it uh, yeah that's the big kind of thing you know he still trying to get his hands on Martell um, Jeanette is power slammed off the top uh, he, well he comes off the top catches blocker, him doesn't he yeah Is it Warlord catches him Warlord catches it? him yeah yeah power slams him and Janetti's out Warlord does a lot of puffing after this Sean <laughs> <laughs> um, Michaels gets a huge air off of Warlord backdrop
0: oh fantastic spot
2: um, Martel does the shoulder barging at the turnbuckle this time they're liking
0: that <laughs> turnbuckle aren't they
2: yeah they are um, they should put some padding around that, you know, to stop that. <laughs> but on the other know? side. But, yeah, but an ideal thing to put sponsors on. Yeah. In that case, They'd be stinking, stinking. don't know. Um, callbacks to previous episode. Yeah. Uh, right. Martel rolls through a Snooker crossbody. Pin yep. just Snooker. Just Snooker's
1: out. Two things about Snooker before we, uh, because this is like, uh, Snooker when he came back, I guess, because he's wearing shoes, first of all. He came back in 89. Yeah. So he's wearing shoes, which is weird. And then um, Monsoon refers to him as the Phenom.
3: The Phenom! Superfly Jimmy Stucker, the fourth team member!
0: Yes, he does.
1: He does. I-, I can only assume that The Undertaker won that from WrestleMania 7. <laughs> I
0: think he-, he does get referred to as the Phenom at WrestleMania 7 as well, I think. Yeah. So I'm guessing when The Undertaker defeated him, he won that title, I guess that's the only thing that's
1: really I could I could, you know so does that make Brock Lesnar now the phenom because he's, I was going to say he, does that it? make
2: Brock Lesnar the phenom now because he's got it off him he's got it off him who knows who, who knows? knows but yeah that's
1: that's. he's just, he's just gone isn't he that's Snooker that's, that's it Snooker's gone
2: yeah uh, Martell is desperate to get away from Jake uh, Martel cheap shots Jake Sean in again but he gets battered. Oh.
1: does he do the flare bump in the corner
2: yes he's perfecting that one Yeah. Uh, Powerplex and Sean is pinned. I like the Powerplex. I think it's a good double team. It looks a good double team, yeah. Especially for the, it, it's a bit. You, you didn't see many of that at the time, at that kind of time, did you?
0: Mm. No, um, no.
2: Jake goes alone. Four on one.
0: Four on one. So you got a little bit of the kind of face getting backed into a corner. And and it's it's one of the things that audiences must go at the WE for and cry out, in then these days must know the spot that's going next because. Um, Nowadays, you, you go and you expect it. You know it's going to happen, but back in them days, the fans are just waiting for it all. You know the moment, I mean. Obviously not. <laughs> they want to see Jake hit the DDT, that that move for some reason oh, is yeah, the yeah, move yeah, that yeah, pops yeah, the yeah. whole fans,
2: don't yeah, they? Because he he knows, well, basically, he, he sets it up with a short-arm
0: clothesline usually. I don't think yeah. he does it this time. No, it's, it's one of the hop-out-of-a-slam. He hops out of the slam. To set yeah. It up. Oh, look at this! Uh, and like I said, it's like it seems to be the spot so much. Even do you remember in, back in Rumble '96 um, when he's a surprise entrant and how much how much the fans are chatting DDT and he teases it about five times throughout the match, and when he finally hits it in Rumble '96, the camera misses it. The fucking idiots. Oh. <laughs> um, but yes, you're right. He, DDT's Warlord. Warlord's out. Warlord's done. Except. Except. Well, Drake goes to pin him. Yes. Mr. Martell sneaks in with his uh, his uh, garden fertilizer <laughs> and uh, tries to catch Jake in the eye again, but he misses this time. This is this is where it gets. Uh, Jake, Jake decides, "Oh fuck the match," and uh, gets his snake <laughs> and He's a snake out. Martell, who decides to run out of the building and off uh, <laughs> way down Hartford High Street or whatever, and Jake follows him for all uh, for everything. Yeah. He ate him. He ate him. Yep. Yeah. So Jake One gets carried of- out. And yes, it's the first time in Survivor Series history all the members of the team survive.
2: Yes, yes. But
1: indeed. not the last.
0: So if we you keep a score, that's four X people for the naughty
1: team. No, yes. And yeah. it'll be the warrior versus five people.
2: So your your heel team at the end is Ted DiBiase, Rick Martel, Power and Glory, the Warlord. Five of them there. In the I main event. Warrior.
1: In the main event. It's
2: not it, looking good. It's not looking good. No, it's not looking good. Sean Mooney is with the Hulkamania. <laughs> Speaking of looking good. <laughs> Uh yeah they uh, dedicate to everyone fighting in the Middle East yeah doesn't Hogan like
1: volunteered to go take out Saddam Hussein
4: And as far as I'm concerned, President Bush, as soon as the Survivor Series is over and me and my Hulkamaniacs prove that we are really survivors, if you need extra little heavy artillery or if you need any kind of help, brother, we volunteer our services, man. And as far as I'm concerned, Saddam Hussein, what you gonna do when my team of survivors runs wild on you? All right, back to you, Gorilla. They all do. (laughs)
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll go take him down. All for their services to go. Now I'm pretty sure that okay if you were fighting out in the Gulf at that time, you'd be quite chuffed if Hulk Hogan came sort of like G <laughs> one. Might be a little pleased if Duggan was there, because he'd be doing the SA thing. The boss man even, you'd be fine <laughs> with. Imagine if Tugboat <laughs>
3: would <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> the,
0: the clumsy bastard will fall through <laughs> the wall or something going <laughs> here, I mean, you know. <laughs>
1: or <laughs> go to kill and, us that I miss and just take out like a probably. orphanage or something
2: and you're there going tugboat you could have done it you twat <laughs> anyway
4: it's the immortal Hulk Hogan and the earthquake captain the respective teams of the big boss man and Dino Bravo joining up well, I saw Jim Duggan Haku tugboat the barbarian the Hulkamaniacs versus the natural disasters
2: the Natural Disasters, Earthquake, Dino Bravo,
0: Haku and Barbarian.
2: Another bad He-Man figure.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> do, do you think the Natural Disaster name might stick around for something else? Who knows? It might possibly be. <laughs> yeah. And I think <laughs> they might, they might organise a wee transfer. You can imagine Vince like, oh, Natural Disasters, that's good. Write that down. Pat, write that down. There was a substitution on this team. Was oh. there? Yes, Haku was not meant to be a member. Right. The original member was Rick Rude. Oh, is that because he did his back? Um, no, I think what happened was he um, he might have used that as an excuse, actually. He, he had a program going with the boss man at the time. And uh, apparently, um, I think his contract was up or something. I don't know if it was he's injured uh, or whatever, but I don't think yeah. he was happy about what was going on. So he uh, they did a storyline where they suspended him because he was saying rude comments to, about boss man's mother. I mean, he didn't used to say them all the time. but, they um, the suspended, rude for saying comments around Bossman's mother, and he just never came back.
3: Hmm. And uh, then right. went
2: to
0: WCW. Fair enough.
2: Only to return <laughs> to WWF in insurance policy. Seven,
0: yes. And then disappear back to WCW again after the Montreal screw job. So, yep, that's, that's, that's right. Nasty yes, times. Another Hall of Fame should be, but who knows if he ever will. Mm, yeah, probably one day. One day. I think your I think your basis
2: for the Hall of Fame is if Warrior and Bruno San Martino can get in there, then it's yep. pretty much open for everyone. Yeah,
0: and Savage as well.
2: Yeah, Savage as well. Exactly. It's Savage I, think,
1: I think the only person who's not going to get in there now is probably CM Punk.
2: Um, and Benoit. Benoit. And Benoit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we obviously.
1: Yeah. Fair point. Uh, but but before the match starts, like is this uh, your, is this your grand moment. This your moment. This is the my like I was just I. I don't remember really watching this at the time because this was before I had Sky, so I don't think I watched this Survivor so series that much. Just like the, the highlights of them taking stuff on YouTube and whatever uh highlights videos watching. So I never saw Duggan at the start of this match, who I now class as the conquistable spirit animal.
3: Because
1: <laughs> there's a great moment where like they're all like starting to get in the ring and like they're just chatting that team. And it's not Hacksaw, it's Jim Duggan. Jim Duggan's in the ring at that point. And he just kind of, like, goes... He's, like, stretching his arms out. He's like, oh, yeah, go on, boys. Yeah, we'll have a good match. Let's crack on. Right, my- Okay, you guys, I'll go first. I'll go first. And they all kind of get out of the ring, and Duggan's there in the middle of the ring. And then he he puts his hands up into his armpits in his, in his you know, his normal pose. And Haku starts walking towards him, and Duggan goes, put his hand out, and goes, no, stop. I implore you stop for a second. And then raises his fist to the crowd and goes, oh! <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's
1: just... Just the way he just puts his hand out, goes, no, stop. I need to do this first. And then starts a USA chance. It's just, it's just glorious. It's just my favorite moment in wrestling. It's probably that moment there. Dear I God. don't care anything else, you know, Flair being put down at WrestleMania. Uh, anything from the Tokyo Dome. Doug go, no Haku. Wait a second. I need to do a Ho-Chance. Brilliant. I love it
2: not even the bit where there was a fatal four-way one night during the Aritude Era and it involved the Godfather and Steve Austin and Mankind and Kane.
1: No, because none of them told Haku to stop for a second when he
0: did the
2: gimmick. Have you heard about about this? I don't think it was ever televised. But What
0: was the Godfather in it for?
2: Well, I don't don't know, but it was like a house show and the Godfather did his pimping ain't easy thing and apparently then the um, microphone went to Mankind and Mick Foley starts going, yeah, because my dad used to be on the boats and he used to go out to the sea. And he always, and tell this really long story about how he used to come back really tired and all this kind of stuff. He used to say, son, because shrimping ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember what the other two were, but Kane had to do something as well. It was when he had the voice box. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and then Steve Austin made up some story. That it had to rhyme with pimping, basically. And they had this whole deal that's pretty
1: good man that's pretty good
2: although my, my uh, probably my
1: favorite mankind moment is when he's doing a promo with the rock and he says and the dozens and the crowd go oh, dozens of the mankind fans i would like to
4: acknowledge the dozens of mankind fans <laughs>
1: Uh, As we talk about Duggan, I have a prepared statement by one Ewan Taylor about this Yes, because
2: Ewan couldn't make it tonight Yeah, So um, we have a prepared statement for Ewan He's asking to read the following statement
1: Hacksaw Jim Duggan is an untalented painful to watch human Thank you (laughs) Can can I disagree with that statement? Yes, because he's our spirit animal, goddammit He's the (laughs) art of our podcast and that moment is pure Duggan genius. The rest of the match is terrible, but that moment is fantastic. Oh, I wouldn't say terrible, but
0: he has got yellow ribbons around these two by far.
2: Because it's, what, for soldiers or something? I don't know.
0: Yeah, don't know.
2: soldiers, because they're all yellow ribbons
4: and there's a reason these yellow rivers are on the two by four tell them about it hulkster you know that's right tough guy the first thing in our sights is we've got our focuses on winning the survivor series and proving that the hulkamaniacs can't survive brother
1: but it's just weird because like this is the end of hulk hogan hulkamania because like his hair's trimmed or like, we're just out or i in the middle of the earthquake feud this isn't proper hulkamania
0: hogan hulkamania would live forever Gorka couldn't stop Hulkamere. <laughs> Hulkamere hit to live forever. Yes. Oh, yes. God.
2: Uh, Haku and Duggan kick off by just basically kicking, punching lumps out of each two other. Two
1: big men hitting each other. That's
2: what I've yep. written down. There's some meaty Duggan clothesline.
1: I mean, they're not messing around. They're, they're, they're like, you know, they're, giving, they're putting their shit in, aren't they? To be honest. But it's still just two men hitting each other.
2: True, yeah. A Barbarian tags in, but then tags out again after only flinging two punches. Yeah. Again, they've got it's to crazy. crack through these
1: matches. They've got to get to the end quick, haven't
2: they? Yeah, pretty much. Uh Haku is beat up by Bossman.
0: Oh best move best finishing move. I love this finishing move.
2: Uh Haku is pinned by Bossman. Is it a sidewalk slam? It's a Bossman slam. It's a Bossman Boss Man slam. slam. Don't you so wish Haku... you could spit a a
1: stick like a big Bossman can? Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's in his hand and it just kind of like it's just a blur of movement and it's like in a different position. I don't know how he does it. It's beautiful to watch. It is beautiful to watch. And Bossman was one of the best big men of the era, I think.
2: Uh, I was one of the best. Yeah, totally.
0: Barely deserve it in his Hall of Fame.
2: Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a shame, as I say. It's a, one of the posthumous ones. Because mm.
0: yeah,
2: I would have liked to. have... There's people when they do the posthumous ones. I know they have like the families there, and they're always kind of like, you know he would have been really proud.
0: Be like, oh, I wish you could hear them. I yeah. wish you know. Savage would have been another great one as well.
2: Savage would have been an amazing Hall of Fame speech. It would have been incredible. If <laughs> you' just got to the mic and gone,
4: it is. What it is <laughs> is what it is.
2: I just walked off. Can you imagine the house getting torn down when Savage, if Savage was able to do his own Hall of Fame speech? Oh my God!
0: Oh, okay. Um, for for the next elimination, right? I'm going to give you a history lesson oh, God. and uh, see if we can fill it in. It's the the history of Dream Duggan's Survivor Series appearances. Right. Go on then. 87 counted out. 88 disqualified. Eighty-nine counted out. Ninety. Disqualified. No. Disqualified. Disqualified. Yeah. <laughs> because he
1: goes crazy two by four and falls. It's them ribbons. does not he try to slam earthquake I think he tried to slam earthquake and can't because he's an idiot.
0: Jimmy Hart grabs his leg at something. doesn't Jimmy Hart annoys him, does he not? <laughs> uh, Hacksaw is
2: trying to di t- t- Earthquake. He's basically trying to run into him. As he runs off the rope one final time, Jimmy Hart pulls the top rope down. Hacksaw then tips to the outside. Picks up his 2x4 and starts swinging it around the place and battling folk <laughs> with it. 2x4 <So laughs> two, two crazy.
1: Just going off he on one. DQ'd and gone. The 2x4 frenzy, isn't it? He's just gone. Pretty he's much, lost yeah.
2: He's, he's, he's off. He's lost it. Um, Hogan's then in with Earthquake. Hogan slams earthquake.
1: Uh, eye uh, rake on her, on earthquake. Don't forget that's his yeah. that's his
0: trademark. But you know, Jake Roberts short draw line clothesline for the DDT. That's Hogan set up eye rake. Yeah, Hogan slow. cheats. To him. It's
1: weird, isn't it? Like he's supposed to be a heel, but he's like eye raking falls, left, right, and center.
0: <laughs> it's um, and next, boss man falls. He gets a kick to the back, doesn't he, boss man? And then I think earthquake drops the uh, elbow. Dino
2: goes out first. Hogan small packages. Dino. That's oh,
1: a, that's a weird that. sentence you just said there, right there, Cameron. What? Hogan's small package is Dino
0: that's a weird sentence well it's, not not see, as in the Flintstones see, they say the man they say the man can't wrestle and he comes oh, yeah. up with a pure wrestling technicality <laughs> in school, a small doesn't he. package
1: that most technical of pins
0: Yeah. Pretty much oh look at it it's picture perfect <laughs> Brett Hart would give that 4 out of 10 <laughs> a small probably.
2: package probably <laughs> uh, boss man then indeed gets kicked in the back while for, on the outside while Barbarian's on the outside so earthquake, then pins boss man. I've just
1: put boss man dead,
2: pretty much. Hogan jumps earthquake, and it's at this point that everyone's like, "You're thinking, where's tugboat?"
0: <laughs> He's Mon- not been in the match, has he?
2: No. Then monsoon on commentary get this bit on the audio if you can. I thought, will do. Monsoon I'll break this down goes, down as well. D- monsoon expresses his dismay that Hogan is on his own against his. <laughs> and it's Roddy Piper goes tugboat's still there.
3: Hulkster now the only one left on his team he's got, still got tugboat no no he's
2: yes he's still got tugboat so even when they're in the same building looking directly <laughs> at the ring where they in, can't see they've, him they've forgotten tugboat he's
1: camouflaged with his trunks. so that's the problem
2: <laughs> Very much. stupid stripey shirt looks like the robes. <laughs> so I have written
1: down Monsoon momentarily forgets that tugboat exists he was done fuck all so far <laughs> yes. literally done fuck all
2: Hogan now Hogan now can't slam earthquake anymore he's too knackered so he gives him some more eye rakes <laughs> yeah because that's what so he, he could hot, do. He hot tags to tugboat. I never thought I'd have to write that sentence. <laughs> hot tag to, tumbo, to tugboat. Um Do they boo him? No, because they're no, doing I this. thing. They're this making noise. the tooting
0: noises. They're going are they all
1: toot,
2: toot. It sounded like they're booing him. Well, they probably are as well. Um Earthquake and tugboat then get counted out. Yeah. As a double count out. Good
1: work. Yeah, well done, tugboat. You come in and get counted out. Good work.
2: Yeah. But I suppose he takes the earthquake with him. Yeah. Yeah. Barbarian batters Hogan like there's it. a pile driver from Barbarian on Hogan that's which awesome. they kind of like mess up a little bit and they try and cover it yeah. because like, oh he's still his got knees. the shoulders onto his, on his knees, knees yeah. yeah, and then I um, love the Barbarian clothesline I think it's a good there's a it, double clothesline well. yeah this, it's great um, I the yeah, double oh, clothesline are. spot was
0: good though there's a top rope clothesline for two yeah that's, that's um, the one I like Barbarian's clothesline I think it's really good from the top yeah they? No, I couldn't. You know what? I thought this was the match over. I, for the life of me, I could not see what was coming next.
2: What? When you get Hogan hulks up, big boot, <laughs> leg drop, three count.
0: Because it's so original. I, I, I haven't seen that um, for ages. I haven't used that finish for such a oh, long
2: time. Okay, so. It
0: really took me by surprise. What?
1: I've written some. I've written oh. that here. Did you hear any boos when Hogan hulks up?
3: That's it. I think it's over.
2: No, no, that was tugboat going two, two. <laughs> tugboat leaving. Oh, because he's still
0: going down the flipping ramp, is he? Because he's so he's so tired and blown up. He's got a, he leaves in actual tugboat. He lives his gimmick like Undertaker does. So they've got a tugboat parked in. The, like, I'm, of the gonna, back. I'm gonna I'm gonna order the crap is. out of that. See so if get some. I'm sure there was some booze.
2: It's not a bad match
0: though. It's
2: quick. It's pacey. I'll give it that. It's, it's pacey. pacey. It's all right. It's yeah. it's obvious that Hogan's because they wouldn't have touched him to otherwise. You know. Hmm but it's, it's, it's not bad so far. It's not bad so far. But again, it's weird to see Hogan in what would be the kind of intermission match.
0: Uh, no, I, think I know it'll we'll be back not... later, but it's still like... No, no. Without, without any shadow of a doubt, the next match is the intermission match. <laughs> yes. Fair point. Because <laughs> the, ma- the next match is really just to just to put forward one guy and one guy only. It's right. Who we've got left,
2: let's make teams out of these guys. Yeah, pretty much. Before that, though, it's good to know that the macho man has had his dinner. <laughs> <laughs>
4: And I know for a fact you sat down and had that big Thanksgiving turkey with all of the trimmings, the dressing, the mashed potatoes, the sweet potatoes. You're a pretty contented man right now.
0: It's like, who should we put on Slaughter's team? The Macho Man or Boris Sukov? Oh, I know who we'll call with. <laughs> uh, my notes to this part say, oh, God,
1: please no. I know you have to kill time to the main event, but this, this is how you'd use the Macho King. Really?
2: Yes. But Macho to be fair, talking of retirement
1: in 1990. Good one. Yes.
2: To be fair, it is um, a promo essentially for a match which will end up being at WrestleMania 7. Yes. Hmm. So they are laying the groundwork for yeah, a match. Yeah, but it should be a match. title
1: match for bloody, your man,
2: Macho keen to get the belt back. Ah, it should have been a title match, yes. But you're well, forgetting one thing, Phil. The that Ultimate Warrior. Hogan Ego. Hogan Ego.
0: Let me, slam, no, no, no. Oh, here we, we go. Start, Here's we the, the apologist. Here he comes. Um, the, 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 at that point, they might have uh, actually went for Warrior Savage at um, Rumble. Right. Because um, they did still have plans for Hogan Warrior 2 at WrestleMania Savage. Uh, WrestleMania 7, even. <laughs> WrestleMania Savage? Yeah, that's, that, that's, <laughs> that that's what they nicknamed it because it was so good. That would have um, good. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was, that was, I don't think, I don't know if it was set in stone, but they were toying with it. It hmm. obviously had the slaughter um, plan in the background. Yeah.
4: Team Captains Nikolai Volkov and Sergeant Slaughter. Join up with Tito Santana, Boris Bushwhacker Bushwacker Butch, Sato, Bushwhacker Luka Tanaka, it's the Alliance versus the Mercenaries.
1: No, I've, I've written uh, at the start of this, this is not the greatest team in the
0: world. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can I interrupt there? No, you can't. It may be the greatest team in the world. How is this the greatest team in the world? No other Survivor Series team, at that particular event anyway, has a team made up of entirely Hall of Famers, which, <laughs> which the Alliance team do. That was from Slaughter, Boris really? Yukov. No, no, the other team, the other team.
1: Oh, the other team.
2: The Bushwhackers, Tito Santana, Nikolai Volkov. Yes
1: this Volkov in the Hall of Fame is he oh fucking hell you're right
0: you're right I never noticed that yeah there you go you see the greatest Survivor Series team in 1990 was that one what do you think of uh, Mr. Fuji wearing the camo paint as well (laughs) I like that it was a good touch and then
1: doing the promo in the middle of the uh, middle of the ramp to the ring with just the weirdest drum music going over the top so you couldn't quite hear what the promo was saying
4: despicable despicable It's saluting the red, white, and blue. I, Sergeant Slaughter, salute one flag, and that flag is the banner of that brave Iraqi nation.
2: And because they've set the camera up, uh, the light, is behind Slaughter and Mean Gene, so it just constantly got this light stream. Yeah. You can't actually see, you just see silhouettes. Terrible, isn't it? Terrible. Uh, You can tell the cameraman realises this and is trying desperately to move to a certain position that he can, but yeah. Yeah,
0: Um, yeah, Sergeant Slaughter. He does cut a fairly... Oh, I think, Slaughter. You can barely hear it, though. That's the trouble.
2: That's the problem. You can barely hear it.
1: And like his his promo style is just like, I'm saying something!
2: Loud! And words follow that. And then he just goes, puke, at the end, and that's yeah,
0: it. We're dissonant all we for us tonight, aren't we? Um, <laughs> no, uh, he's, he, he's saying how all the uh, troops in the Middle East have got to eat all their uh, crappy dinners out of cans and stuff, where he's going to be at home with uh, you know with his, his favourite Saddam Hussein pitcher on the wall or somebody eating the biggest yeah. turkey dinner he could get.
2: Uh, despicable is saluting the red, white, and blue. Mm. Uh, and I've put there going, Christ, it's no wonder slaughter a death threats.
1: <laughs> he was pushing that hard, wasn't he? It was he was
2: pushing that hard. And as soon as you start getting, you know, the old flag. Whoa. Well, they asked
0: him um, to burn it. Oof. And and to his credit, he refused. He refused to burn the American flag when they asked him to do it. Um, Can you imagine the nuclear heat? That so would have been in- a proper right, wouldn't it? So, what yeah. he did, the compromised. He had to burn a Hogan t shirt instead. But apparently, the reaction he got off that was pretty bad as well. So,
2: there you go. Well, that's uh, You know, at least that wouldn't have caused like an
0: international incident. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he said he wouldn't burn the flag. Uh, there's no and sound. Shawn Michaels flag. will have sex with the Canadian flag, but there you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yes, did, I forgot about that.
1: Uh, Jericho get a flipping 30 day ban for doing that to the Brazilian flag. The Brazilian flag,
2: yeah. He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was amazing. Uh, partly it's like an illegal offence in Brazil.
1: There
2: you go. It's like um when JBL goose stepped round the ring on a German tour they were in Munich. That's not illegal that was level, wasn't it? Not yeah. Ideal. And that was you know, they forgot the fact that any reference to Nazism is kind of illegal in German right. law. Kind of illegal. For That's fairly it. obvious reasons
1: can I just say at this point I think <laughs> the length of time we talked about this match is probably longer than most of thought the teams last
2: <laughs> well, yes because
1: they've worse. clearly got time to make up haven't they they've, they must be a little bit behind because like right lads let's get this through this quick because Zukov's in and out in about two seconds
0: yeah Piper. what's, what's Piper's uh, quote
3: he got it all right all right boy that camouflage really helped that big noggin out
2: uh, yeah, I've put Bushwhackers start against Zukov, double clothesline, Tito flying forward arm, pinfall, Zukov gone. gone. The only Express end up attacking each other. Because. Butch, butch pins Sato, Sato gone. With a Bushwhacker battering ram. Yeah. Because
1: bushwhackers just go mad. They're just going everywhere, it's pinning falls.
2: Yeah, Tito then pins Tanaka, Tanaka's gone. With another uh, flying forearm. For a while, uh, Nikolai Volkov does some kind of strange interpretive dance to attack Slaughter. Isn't <laughs> that a is heel kick or something? Yeah, it's it's like he's kind of lifting, he's just lifting his leg and kind of putting it down next to Slaughter, <laughs> and Slaughter ends up selling these kicks which don't connect with him at all. Not at all. Um, true professionals. But then Slaughter keeps on top of Nikolai. Slaughter pins Nikolai. Nikolai gone.
1: But isn't that the most underwhelming pin ever?
3: Here he hasn't missed anything yet. Very deliberate, hooking the leg. Nikolai's gone. Hey! Hey! All right, Butch.
1: <laughs> but he pins him to like complete silence. Everyone just goes, "Oh, he's gone." Yeah, it's Nikolai well, Volkov isn't there? <laughs> yeah, well, pretty much. He's <laughs> like, "Oh, oh, bye then."
2: Because this is this is effectively a team with two guys from New Zealand, one from Mexico, and a Russian representing the USA. <laughs> um, yeah, what's
1: wrong with anyway, that? Come on, team! It's see. a nation of immigrants.
2: Luke tries an aerial attack. Slaughter's knees are up. Backbreaker for three. Luke gone.
0: Butch gets yeah. clotheslined, pinned. Butch gone. No, he does this really spot where he charges the buckle and then like. Tries to, like, grab the ropes or something. He's, like, doing a, a dance and then Slaughter clotheslines him. Isn't that when, like, Luke's having a seizure or something? <laughs> he butchers, yeah. He's, like, got his arm up and he doesn't He's, like, trying it. to
1: sell it just by having, like, a seizure in the middle of the rings. Like, well, that's too far, <laughs> Luke. You've gone too far. <laughs> but it's, like, do skit and with the clothesline. It makes no sense. I mean, are they look, doing
0: if, this to try and make Slaughter look bigger, ready for his match with Hogan? Is this what's going on? No, no the clothesline is the most deadliest Survivor Series finisher ever. <laughs> During the rest of the year, it's a clothesline, but on that night near Thanksgiving, it becomes the most devastating move in the rest wow. of the clothesline does. All right, I think I'll mute Alan at this point because he's clearly <laughs> gone insane. That burger's poisoned. <laughs> well, well how many, there's at least three eliminations we've had with a clothesline tonight, isn't there? <laughs> I think so.
2: Someone somewhere will have totted up all the Survivor Series eliminations and the preceding moves. <laughs> and they'll be able to do a league table of like devastating Survivor Series moves. Slaughter gets a swing and Nate Breaker in for two. And then at this point, I've put: did Piper just say, when you fight a black person, you're in for a fight? <laughs> I
4: don't
0: know. Did I, I don't hear that, that right? I don't I, I don't know. I don't remember that quote. I'm going to dig that know. one out, aren't I? Latin people,
3: i never met a Latin person that didn't have the guts to take it all the way. You fight a Latin person, baby, and you're in for a fight.
1: But there's no no, no black in there, though, is there?
2: No, <laughs> that's what confuses me. <laughs> Uh, there's a ref bump. General Adnan uh, brings walks into the ring and then attacks uh, Tito Santana with a flag with the Iraqi flag. Uh, Slaughter applies the camel clutch, uh, and then the referee breaks it up. And the referee uh, and Slaughter thinks that's him won because Tito yeah. tapped. But then it's announced that the referee's DQ'd him for the ta- uh, the flag attack, which he actually witnessed. So therefore, yeah, uh, by disqualification, Slaughter's gone. Key to this is that he didn't get pinned.
0: Yep, yeah. it's a bit of
2: uh, a
1: um a pay-view killer, isn't it? I think it just like whatever momentum they had, it kind of hits the wall in this match because it feels like if you look at people in the in the who are in this match, they kind of ran out of names, they're all yeah, more yeah. famous because they kind of front-loaded it with you know all your big guys in the one team at the beginning. So by then, he like, um, they Volkov, Bushwackers, uh, Orange Express,
0: that'll <laughs> do. <the> <laughs> There's another substitution in this match. Um, Who the hell got substituted of this? It it wasn't Boris Sukov originally. Oh, you're trying to tell me he was a last minute replacement? <laughs> yeah, I am. He was. It was everybody's favourite African, Akim. Yes. Oh man, that oh, would have made sense. Brilliant. Akim.
1: Did he, was he going back to? Did he still something there? Yeah, he left. He left about a month beforehand. Yeah, back to the one man gang. Yep. Um, also, uh, Tita's music sounds like a really bad
3: sitcom'
1: a kind of
2: sitcom I really don't wanna watch no. Um. So your final test of survival is Warrior, Hogan, and Tito <laughs> Santana against Million Dollar Man, Power and Glory, Rick Martel, and Warlord. That's your final. Three Five
0: or... on three. Five the on Grand three. Match of Survival. Well, it's uh, it always
2: going to be the faces at a disadvantage, <laughs> wasn't it?
0: Always going to be. The
2: Grand Match of Survival. The That's Grand Match of Survival. Sean, speaking of Sean Mooney's with the heel survivors, and Ted DiBiase rightly points out that it's not long since Warrior and Hogan were fighting at WrestleMania Six.
0: Yeah, I like that. The best history, I think that was good.
2: Yeah, it was good. So I like that little.
1: Touch. I noticed as well; they're all dressed and not sweaty now. They're all like,
0: yeah, we're, we're proper primed up again.
2: They're all they're all proper ready to go again. Double shift. Yeah.
1: Can we can we skip what happens next? Is that I think we, we can do. We we can't. It's an important debut in WWE. We have got to talk about this, have we? Just very slightly. Here's
2: the egg.
4: Now that means a lot of us are looking forward to seeing this gigantic egg. Wherever that came from, I'm sure it had to hurt.
0: I'd put, shit, it's the egg again. <laughs> well, there was this egg that was going to hatch all night, and Sean Money talked it up, and yeah, the eggs but, were going to hatch. To be fair, I've written down, Mean Gene is a pro for going with this. Like, <laughs> he must have been like,
1: you what? I've got to do what with a what? <laughs> Are you well, kidding I'm, me? But I he s- he sells his heart out for this. Everyone, lo- everyone looking forward to it. Nope. Cracks <laughs> me up. Enough of the puns, please.
4: The way it sounds to me right now, the speculating is all over. Oh, stand back! Oh, look at the cracks! I think that egg is ready to blow.
3: <laughs> the
0: him. Um... I, th- I think what it was is the-, the hope that it was going to come over better, but I think the fans had got into their heads it might be something better because yeah. there was a rumour. I don't think it was ever true. There's a rumour. It could be Ric Flair. His contract was open. Can, there we can you do. imagine? Can you imagine? Imagine if it had been The Undertaker. It could have been The Undertaker as comes well. comes out of
1: the egg, just rises out of the egg like a dead man.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It was going to Bong, be the Undertaker. and it cracks open. <laughs> Bong. It- it was going to be The Undertaker. Oh, the Egg? Yeah. not Not called The Undertaker. <laughs> I, I, I'm, what have you
3: been called? What, a
0: dead turkey? He was going to be called The Eggman. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Can you imagine? You know, The Eggman's undefeated 20 <laughs> <away>? Eggman
1: versus <laughs> Shawn, Shawn Michaels.
0: <laughs> I was the- like,
2: what was... What what, was like when you see the list of names that Stone Cold was originally introduced as, was one of them not like Chili
0: McWillie or something like (laughs) that? Chili McFreeze. Chili McFreeze.
3: That's a great name. Did you
0: see what one of Billy Gunn's Uh, nicknames was? No. Billy (laughs) Bitchcakes. Need to make these guys in the next WWE
1: Creator Mode game.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do I? Oh my god. Um, Yeah, this is infamously one of the most. terrible segments in pay-per-view history yeah i mean they Um, as soon as
1: that egg cracks open it's a turkey they boo you know there's no there's no no, no even waiting on this one at all it's just like straight away
4: oh oh, there it is what is it what What in a world oh my god
0: it's not even it's not even tugboat this time
1: no When I've written down, who thought this was a good idea? What was it for? (laughs) This
0: underline kills the pay-per-view. I think they wanted it to be the official mascot of Survivor Series, but of course, nobody wanted it to be.
1: (laughs) No. My next note is, don't dance,
2: Gene. No. God, no. Don't. (laughs) No. Don't do Don't roll around the ropes, Gene. No. Don't do it. Don't do it.
1: Um, God bless Hot Rod and Monsoon. They're selling this. Oh, the kids are going nuts. They
3: love them. The mask on a survivor, Terry. Is
2: Not that like is that a male or female novel? Turn I love it. <laughs> they they are pushing yes. this forward like there's no tomorrow.
1: Oh they really <laughs> love him. No they don't guys. They don't.
2: No. No 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 no. Um <laughs> yeah we'll move on because there's just no point I think my last note is why is this still going on does it take this it to goes get Hogan on forever from... doesn't it It genuinely. <laughs> I think it's only purely so that Hogan can like Warrior can get their breath back Warrior's probably still gassed
1: point, does it take this long to get Hogan back from the bar Right. <laughs> so he's done his match he's off and he's like no you got no you got the match Hogan he's like what I've got to do what
3: and in addition to the five matches previously made surviving team members will participate until there is only one surviving team
2: left. Sean Mooney is then with Hogan, Warrior and Tito Santana. Um, Now I often, I, I had to ask Al today, why the hell was Tito Santana on this team? <laughs> Just why? And Al told me. And he's going to hopefully tell you again, children.
0: Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to reiterate the story.
2: No, well, I'm going to let I, you. Because you always I complain think... about not getting a word in edgeways.
0: I'm pretty sure I've read this sort of, not officially, but in between lines, that um, it's it, It's Santana's last match of that year. And according to Bret Hart's book, I think they were looking to get rid of Santana and quite a lot of the other older guys, like uh, Snooker, Valentine, and the rest of it. But um, I think cause, uh, Santana signs just before the 91 Rumble, so he, he makes up for Honky Tonk Man leaving by doing the Rumble. Is that where but, he comes back as the matador? No, no, that's that's uh, later on in 91. That's, that's a bit later on. Um, so I think this could have been his last match. So as a bit of a respect because he's Hogan mentions it in his promo that they've been around since day number one, meaning WrestleMania one. Mm. I know that's technically not day number one, but you know what I mean. No.
4: And as far as Tito Santana goes, brother, me and the Arriba man have been around since day one. And as far as I'm concerned, me, Tito, the Ultimate Warrior, we're going to survive this thing, brother. Mm. This is what it's all about, baby, the grand finale. Million Dollar Man, the visionaries, you turkeys, the odds are not against us, baby. We are here for one reason to survive, baby. The grand finale.
0: So, I think there's a little bit of respect that they let them in this match, but not only that, when they do the entrances, Hogan comes out first and then Santana second. I know I start, yeah. Because obviously, Warrior comes out last because he's the champ, which is fair enough. But uh, yeah, yeah, they, they do it that way around
2: oh well yeah that's
1: not bad I've written about the promo as well about the the warrior does not care about standing in front of people he's just off talking about skeletons yes Hogan's face is all weird
4: we have taken this many footsteps to get this far the Hulkamaniacs that made a sacrifice And the warriors that follow me that fell like skeletons and made their sacrifices, they walk with us into this battle. And we take all those that believe in one purpose, to do combat with those that believe they are the greatest. You power and glory, a reminder that we feed off such things. And you, Rick the Mono Martel, no competition to the powers that we possess in Hulkamania and Warrior Wildness and Arriba Um,
2: Yeah, but Warrior has a whole thing in this promo about how he says, oh yeah, and all the little Hulkamaniacs and all the little Warriors are we you know, going into battle tonight or something like that. He completely ignores Tito Santana yeah. who's standing right next to him. He's still in front of him. He's just like blocking him up because he just doesn't. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah Tito Santana, cares. who cares?
0: Because, because fuck you, Tito. Yeah, um, hey, he's, he's a, he's a intercontinental champion, a tag champion. He's, uh, you know, he's not that bad.
1: Not anymore. Um, not anymore. Uh, War- warlord coming out uh, with the models' music is
2: a fantastic image. Yeah, that really should happen. Image. That
1: should happen all the time because that should just be the warlord's music. That
2: should just be the warriors. Uh, the warlord's new music. Yeah, warriors. What warriors what had time to reapply his face paint, though. <laughs> of course he has. Yeah, and I've, ri- I've written again. What is it with Hercules' shorts? Yeah, they're too far up there. They're really far up there. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't. He needs something bigger. Yeah. Um, Tito eliminates warlord with one forearm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> flying forearm within about three Sorry. seconds of the match.
2: Steel eliminates warlord with one flying forearm. Let's go. <laughs> for isn't it ten seconds of the match or something? Something like that. Yes. You can so tell. So now we're
0: four on three already.
2: He's Is fallen that- victim to the flying forearm, and the warlord couldn't give a flying fuck. <laughs> Is that another record
1: for the um, for the warlords? Obviously, he had, he had a record in the rumble, didn't he, for the elimination? <laughs> Is it like a hat trick for quickest elimination I from think, the Survivor series I think as well? You
0: might, you might have a point there, Phil. I don't I think that could be certainly to that point in time the quickest survivor series. No one ever mentions that. Yeah. I think it could yeah. be the quickest he's, ever survivor series. He's pulled off
1: a hat trick there, hasn't he? Come on. Fair play <laughs> to him, the big baldy bastard.
0: Tito uh, Ted batters
2: Tito, uh, hangs him on the top rope, pins him. Tito Santana's gone. Oregon's Tito Santana doesn't. Yeah, it's almost like Tito Santana is just the dead weight in that team. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe. Hercules needs bigger trunks. I've written in a couple of letters.
1: <laughs> Seriously, underline. What is up with Hercules's shorts? <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: What is up with them? Martel beats up on Hogan, and yeah. then Hercules does too. And then Piper. No, sorry. Gorilla Monsoon comes up with a classic quotation in the evening, which in retrospect is very, um, very. Potent. Um you've got to have Hogan in a more compromising position than that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, tried to hunt the leg with the humpster so thick and powerful. You've got to have him in a more compromising position than that, uh, so-
0: Good job Cook will beware didn't survive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but isn't isn't poor Roman's mad at glorious, though? to give him some credit? It's yeah, it's, cracking a,
2: it's arrow, a glorious um, 80s mullet, which is rapidly, now it's 1990, losing.
1: <laughs> but it's still there, hanging on. There's a bit also where I think Warrior nearly ruins a tiger because he's too close to Hogan. He's, he's trying to stretch, but not stretch because Hogan's way too close.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 when he's trying to hot tag him and yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. stretches over the ropes and nearly actually just touches Hogan anyway.
1: But wasn't, just, it, wasn't well. it nice, though, of Hogan to kind of take a good finisher and then bury the team with a clothesline?
0: Well, you know, I thought, I thought, you know, I couldn't see what was happening next. He gets him up for the powerplex. Off he comes. Roma comes off the rope. I thought that's got to be it for Hogan because he never gets up from these situations. Never gets up. And then I don't even know what happened. He just like magically sprung up. He sprung then, up. From what we yeah, really it's, it's he's not it. It's not even a case of
2: kicking out the move. He just it's, kick, it's kicking out the move and just not having any after effect whatsoever. Just springing up to his feet to like a, a, a vertical standpoint.
0: And then battering them just absolutely
1: then, buries that team in two seconds. He genuinely does, yeah.
0: And then look, leave Hogan alone, and then <laughs> he finishes him off with a Survivor Series finisher, the clothesline. Um, or <laughs> oh, oh, we can be, we can, because it's Hogan doing it. It's an axe bomber.
1: <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Then. I thought he was just burying some fools he didn't like on the on the card anymore. Well, look, come on,
0: you can't bury fucking bury Paul Robber any further, can you? <laughs> so um, <laughs> you make a good argument. Thank you very much. So he, he closed on him out, and then uh, Martel's decided that he's had enough, and he's off to uh, sell his arrogance somewhere, and so he just walks out the match. Much to DiBiase's... Um, yeah. See you, Greg. Much to <laughs> um annoyance. Cause Bye, he, Greg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> professionalism, no end. Um. Deebiosi's obviously paid him some extra money to be in this match and do well, and he's just taking the money and running. Straight well,
2: out. obviously, the model career gets him enough money anyway, obviously. <laughs> really? Yeah, so, so that's Martel out because he gets counted out. Roma's gone already, obviously. Yeah. Hogan, boot, leg drop, Ted gone. <laughs> Hogan, boot, leg drop. They didn't,
0: they didn't play anything up because Hercules was on the team, and for some reason, uh, Hercules and uh, Ted Deebiosi were in a feud about two years ago, but nothing's mentioned. He they tried to sell so. Hercules to Bobby Heenan. <laughs> As you oh, do I'm try sell Sorry, yeah.
2: You know, I think with the money that Ted DiBiosti has given him for tonight, Hercules can afford bigger shots. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, he mustn't have the money yet. I think that's the problem. Well, what happened was I was a bit concerned because Hogan was left with that deadweight Warrior against Hercules, and I thought there's no chance they're going to survive this. Is they it? can't do it, can there, they? There's no chance. But, but what happened next? Uh, I just put Warrior in, shoulder tackles.
2: Splash for three, which is a terrible finisher <laughs> because Hogan cannot let anyone else have the limelight. Hogan has to get in and count alongside the referee. Really Cameron.
0: He was. He was. He knew there was a screwjob going down at Survivor Series. He just shut didn't know which. Up. He didn't know which year. He was sent back in time, right, by a computer to can prevent the got, Survivor Series screwjob. Can you do, disconnect and, him from the call? Can you take him off the call uh, now? And he, and he got sent back in 1990, and he knew that he knew that Hebner was dodgy. He did shut so he he's was exactly coming in the call just so disconnect him he couldn't from get the call. he couldn't get screwed out of the match.
1: How do you mute him in Skype? Because I'm sure I can do it from. <laughs> I'm t- India. What?
0: Just
1: drivel.
2: Yeah, just disconnected. <laughs> Hogan from there. defense going on.
1: Wasn't the? Did you not think that the Warriors finisher was terrible?
2: What that shoulder barge?
1: Yeah, and then the splash.
2: He doesn't. When did he start doing the gorilla press? Um, you well, don't see He did it at the same time. Well,
1: he probably couldn't lift up Hercules at that point because he was too full of steroids.
0: Probably. I must admit, I was a bit puzzled by this when I watched it because he eliminates, he pins three people in this match. And he never once uses the gorilla press, even though he uh, he's used it, you know, and meant he used it on Hogan at WrestleMania yeah. 6. Because he'd do the press slam and then do the splash onto the back, wouldn't he? Because surely Hercules can't be any heavier than Hogan. There's no way. Yeah, but no. Hercules,
1: like, he's, he's, he's a demigod. He must weigh, like, half a ton at least. Um, uh, or, or he could have he done it. Surely perfect. He could have got perfect up, surely. To be fair, like, if he tried to lift up um, Hercules, like, those shorts wouldn't have taken it
0: this is obvious he wanted to split I've got another I've got another little Survivor Series fact here go Go then Um, I I was supposed to be revising my numbers better before we came on but I'll try and uh, do it off my head Warrior was in Survivor Series 88, 89 and 90 uh, 4 Survivor Series matches in total because he wrestled twice he's eliminated a total of 7 men in that Survivor Series in all them matches Mm -hmm. how many Gorilla presses has he done None. One, uh, two. So he obviously doesn't like even that move in Survivor Series for whatever reason. This <laughs> doesn't like it. It' not November. It's not a Thanksgiving move, apparently. You, you should have seen. You should have seen what his um, finisher was for Survivor Series '88. It was a running axe handle.
1: Nice. <laughs> this He's ending too- kind of feels like like this. How we're finishing here feels like how the PP finishes because they just Warrior and Huggins go. Yeah, we won, and just go. Well, they have a competition to see who can op-
2: open up the ropes widest.
0: Yeah. and then no, Hogan, Hogan's been the gentleman. He wants to show Warrior there's no hard feelings. And, uh, you know, that Warrior took, yeah, took the ball and dropped it totally as champion. So he's just there, he is there, congratulating Warrior, and they have a nice little moment in the ring together. And what he says to him, he says, listen, Warrior, we're brilliant, we're best of friends, but I've got a sneaky suspicion some voodoo man's going to attack me at WrestleMania 8. Would you <laughs> return the favor and help me out? Oh my god!
2: But, but oh god.
0: the, the pay per view ends with a shot of
1: an
2: empty ring. It is a bit weird, yeah. it's, just, it's, just, it's a really weird ending. It. It's just and like... there's no there's no sort of continuation of a story or anything like that. It? It's not as if Randy Savage comes down the aisle and then batters yeah um, batters Warrior or anything like that.
1: They just they don't celebrate in the ring. They're just like, right, we're gone. See ya.
2: No, that's it. Yeah, it is the ultimate epitome of send the fans home happy, though. It is. So it's a bit predictable from that point of view because you're kind of thinking, oh, they've overcome this five-on-three disadvantage. Well, five-on-two really when you look at it that way. <laughs> and the Hercules, poor Tito, poor Tito. Yeah, it's 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 a fine end, and I kind can. Of, but I think it's genuinely if you if you did that now, and you had like two mega overfaces, and like say if you had, I think the equivalent would probably be if you had a survivor test tested survivor at the end of the next survivor series, and it was like. Cena and Reigns that survived for a face team, yeah? Mm. The crowd would boo the living daylights out of that. And the and the pinned Eric Roan to uh, to win it. <laughs> yeah, the pin oh, pinned No,
1: because that could actually happen.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know? That that sounds like they're booking that does completely yeah, that's, that's spot completely on. It.
2: Yeah, it's completely it. Yeah. Uh you know, me, me <laughs> who would who would be like the face <laughs> That would um, that would be with your know, the equivalent you know you'd have Reigns and Cena. Zack Ryder, he's
0: been around <laughs> a while. Yeah, yeah Zack Ryder.
1: Would be <laughs> no, no, surely you'd have Heath Slater. But Heath oh, Slater's yeah,
0: never yeah. done anything.
1: He's even the Tito, crying out loud.
0: Tito's a hall of famer. I mean, I would what like stri- Heath Slater to get the hall of fame. What is he like? Strike Force? Is that why he's in the hall of fame? No, he was he, he was good before Strike Force, but he's good. He's <laughs> good by Strike Force. I like Strike Force. <laughs> Point is. It's a terrible end to the paper.
1: They don't even celebrate not... in the ring. There's no <laughs> fireworks. There's no kind of sense of like
2: But for its time, Phil, you're you are you are saying that because we're making the point that it wouldn't happen now. Yeah, but even like if you, you know, if you were to think of a nineteen nineties audience that you you'd what if you went to see that live yeah. in nineteen ninety, you'd vote with a master enough.
1: Yeah, but, like, your your final shot of the pay view isn't an empty ring. It's Hulk Hogan doing his thing to the crowd. It's Warrior I, I coming up in the, the ring and stuff.
0: Isn't, isn't the final shot of it the camera looking up at both Warren Hogan's crosses? No, it's, it's an empty ring. That's the final shot. Right. It's an empty ring. But don't you get it's... a little recap? No, they just walk out and go. Oh, that no, that's your shitty network version, isn't it? Well, your shitty yeah. network
1: version, I think, is... Shut up.
0: It's the point is... Uh... <laughs> The point is, as a little recap video on the end of it. Like,
1: there's no kind of big, like, emotional thing at the end of them surviving this big thing because they just beat bloody Hercules and they wipe out most of the team without even trying.
0: To like, be fair, who 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 could you put on that team? Even if right Warrior survived, Warrior well, survived, and then twelve men survived, right? And you, I would have at least just... have had um, Perfect survived the first match. What more? The the Trump then you not. wouldn't have had Warrior.
1: Oh yeah, because he's on different teams, aren't they? Well uh, you have to rejig the whole card, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but you could pick you could have a better to fin- better finishing team than that. He could have had bloody macho king in this match. He could have survived to the end. Yeah, but then if he gets pinned it kills everything off for uh... Well and he could have Even the warrior could have like fought outside to a count out or something, I don't
0: know. And then Hogan could have been survived on his own, yes, I like your Hogan. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking Oops. around without even trying. He did. He, he's he's wrapped you up in your own know,
2: knot there. Oh, he's he, him and his Geordie ways, man. Jesus, him and his Geordie hypnosis. Geordie hypnosis. Why? Look at the ring.
1: Keep it going.
2: <laughs> look at me eyes. Look at me eyes. Look at me eyes. Look at me eyes. <laughs>
1: Nowhere else but the eyes. <laughs> when I see the name finn Balor, you're asleep. <laughs> fin blur, And uh, asleep. Anyways, what? It's 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 a it's a nineties WWE pay for you,
0: isn't it? But oh, it's yes. it's. I think it's a it's a great snapshot in time for that period. Oh of yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah. It's a fantastic snapshot of that time. It's not. There's nothing on this card that you would look back and think, "Wow, the 90s Survivor Series." Oh, you you must watch this match. Well, except the it's, Undertaker. Well, the Undertaker's debut and the Goblin Gooker. Yeah, but
1: it is like that kind of. It's, it's starting to go into that weird crossover period where they 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 want to do something other than Hulkamania, but they can't do anything other than Hulkamania. So yeah. you, you know, we. I think we. To the, probably Hulkamania probably should have stopped at WrestleMania 6. That was probably the kind of natural end point to it, but because, I don't know. The Hulkamania
0: warrior... will live forever. Oh, God, he's still there.
1: Because, like, the warrior push didn't really work or something. I don't know why, but, like, they kind of had to go back to Hulk Hogan again.
2: Well, the warrior became a bit notoriously unreliable, didn't they? Yeah. So they That's kind of... Problem.
1: So you probably got, like, this and WrestleMania 8. Like, Hogan probably shouldn't have been so high up the card, but they kind of had to in order to sell tickets. Yeah. So it's like that when we were known. Name. We're like like we're we're two years from the start of Raw. It's you know, the the rock is still together. It's
2: three years from the start of Raw.
1: Three years from the start of Raw, but apologise. Um WCW's like in terrible Jim land it's you know, we're in the well is it Black Scorpion was in the pay per views at the moment? Oh over oh, on that side of the fence. Halloween Havoc.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. rather did have it, mate? I think was it? I think it was around well, that kind of period. But I, it, just, it, I think I think both companies were struggling. A few months earlier, we had uh, Robocop and WCW. Oh God, it was, wasn't. It? That was nineteen ninety. Yeah, uh, but it's that weird period between like you know you had like the
1: heights of the kind of late eighties, and like they go right, what do we do now? And it's like this kind of like three four year period, and just kind of flailing around trying to find what they're going to do. And this is like the kind of start of that. And it's like a snapshot of them just going, right, we'll just have a dead man. Right. I,
0: I don't know if this will cheer you up or not, but I've got 1% of battery left, so I may get cut off. But uh, <laughs> I've got to the end of the pay-per-view anyway. But where is, that, where is that on the pay-per-view list? I'll put it as the
2: seventh best. Um, it's not one of the better ones, but I've, it's not the
0: worst.
2: It <laughs> it's not so, the worst at all.
1: Seventh puts it below Invasion 2001, but above some SummerSlam 93.
2: Oh, it's better than SummerSlam 93.
1: There you go. Is it better than King of the Ring 93?
2: No. I think it is. I go. think it is, no. yes. No. 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 Yes. yes, yes, yes,
0: yes.
2: So, no.
1: So, but the point is, are we agreed that this is the seventh best pay-per-view of all time? Well, I'm not, but I'll have to stick with it, one.
2: i will I, I? I prefer what Phil's saying, yeah. I, yeah of, course I you think, think, of course you do. It's not as
0: good as King of the Ring 93. You <laughs> no, we... have a Hulk Hogan cool small package in the pay-per-view. What more do you want?
2: <laughs> I don't want anything involving Hogan's Listen, package. I don't want to see. The last time anyway. I saw
1: Hulk Hogan's small
0: package end up in a lawsuit, $110 million being paid to him. <laughs> it did. It wasn't as big as he said his package was, was it? so No.
1: <laughs> so Al might go at any second because his battery's nearly dead. Yep. yep. Uh, next week's podcast next week <laughs> next week <laughs> <laughs>
3: nice.
1: next podcast is going to be a round table podcast of some sort
2: yeah best tag team suggestion would be that you pick your tag team we'll agree beforehand mm-hmm. and you maybe pick one
0: classic match from that team to yeah. talk about Can yeah Now I so pick Morgan Hogan and pick the Survivor Series
1: what no. <laughs> like how long does this battery last for it's just yeah.
2: Yeah. See, well, he's still the there I think it drains quicker the more nonsense he talks. (laughs) Before
0: we go on, and I've got a feeling I'm going to get cut off, I did have a little tidbit, Rad. Um, I I don't know how to send the picture at the minute because me Skype's daft, but I can send it to you, Phil Bud, on the website. I've got a nice little um, nostalgic thing from WF Magazine. Oh, God. He's gone. Is that (laughs) it? He's gone. He's (laughs) gone. He's
3: gone.
1: (laughs) Oh, we never know what that is now,
2: will we?
3: (laughs) <laughs> that is so brilliant. <laughs> it's
2: gone. He's got this brilliant thing from WF Magazine. Boom, gone. <laughs> He's yeah. away. Oh, God, if only oh, it was like oh.
1: 10 minutes less chat about how good Hulk Hogan is, we might have got to that.
2: You might have got to that, but yeah, we might not know. But oh. as it is, what a cliffhanger. What a cliffhanger. What <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was a bizarre and interesting oh. podcast, Cameron. That was well. Eventually, you say once again. Once we get it off the ground, we're all right. <laughs> we're all right. It's just the well, hour and like a half. That's, it takes that's to get like there. an hour and a half. Of, you know, it's an hour of us fanning on trying to get sorted out. <laughs> There's always one person that just can't make it or can't get their software together. Or whatever. I
1: think I think the thing is like not making it fine. It's making it and bringing your shit computer issues with you. That's the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much. that's the problem. Because like oh. the people who don't don't come, fine. Because there's no issue because they're not here. Yeah. So, so thank you, Ewan, for at least doing it properly. I'm yeah, Not exactly. like Jordi Al turning up with eating a fucking burger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought it'd be a kebab. To be honest with you, I don't
1: know what it was, but it didn't sound nice.
2: No. Well, it, you could hear every every morsel of that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we
1: should apologise to our listeners for the start of the podcast.
2: Yeah, it was a little bit.
1: Yeah. Because I, I, I can't not leave in. I can't not include that in there, so.
2: Oh, God. That's bad, so. We're going to get Al eaten. Yeah. Oh,
1: Christ. So, 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 so yet yeah. again, it's me and you surviving to the end of the
2: podcast. Yeah, it's me and you, yeah. Yeah, so Al, Al effectively becomes the Tito Santana of this podcast. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Jody Tito Santana. Jordi Tito. Little Tito, man. <laughs> Little Tito
1: on the wing. <laughs> Flying through the wing. And his little <laughs> legs a blur, fin blur. <laughs> his legs like a fin blur. <laughs> oh man, there's nowhere to oh, go with man. this. We have to just finish there. I can't. I think that's it. That's I think it. We, that's that's all. That's all she wrote. Do your thoughts on Facebook and Twitter? Yes, and Yes, we
2: do have the at uh, the Conquistadors Twitter page now. Um, Twitter page, whatever. God, <laughs> it I sound like fifty when I say that, don't I? <laughs> um and oh, uh, um, send us your thoughts and let us know. And, oh, tag teams and shit. Yes, because we'll do tag teams. And as I say I was going to do it at LOD. Yeah, but then I've watched because I'm a pay per view project. I'm watching all the late '90s stuff. It's, they're quite bad. In the I late-night. need to have a think about what I'm going to do. And also, if there's if there's anything
1: else you want to hear, Jordy Ali, please let us know, and we will do another yeah. podcast for that.
2: <laughs> exactly. Just we we'll just have a whole sideline. Jordy Ali. Dot. Dot. Jordy Ali. <laughs>
1: It's dot, just dot. an hour hims like what <laughs> these jalapenos
2: are a bit hot like He's been, mm, 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 yeah the, like, we're gonna we're gonna go to Subway and order Jordi sandwich
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> What that would you like all of it <laughs> <laughs> the whole lot any sauces the whole lot
3: mm.
0: Oh, so, in it. Oh, picture. <laughs> right. What well, it was? It was W. E. Magazine from 1990, and uh, throughout the pay per view, you hear um, Piper refer to he's marking them down. Well, you got an official Survivor Series scorecard with the uh, with the uh, 1990 edition, November edition of W. F. Magazine. Really? Yes. Jesus Christ! And and I have a picture of said magazine. Well, I have the mag, I have the magazine, so I took a picture of it. But sadly, it's on my iPad, so I can send it out, and you can put it on the uh, website.
2: That's going to be the uh...
3: <laughs> what? What are you still doing here?
2: I like the the latest episode. It's going to be card. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we finish, we finished the but mini I, podcast. I, um, I, I, thought guys, I thought you
0: guys. I thought you. I thought you guys might miss me, so I downloaded it to Skype on my phone. So I'm not on my
2: phone. <laughs> it's just the way it was timed to perfection. All you went. Oh, there's an article in the magazine. Boom, gone. <laughs> and we we might never know.
1: Oh, we got to go. Oh man, I'm, gonna, get, I'm gonna, this is gonna. This is gonna be a tough edit to finish. I will tell you.
2: He kind of peters out. I, I would just basically end it at the tag team thing and that's it, and then go.
1: <laughs> I'll have the music to just stop honest. and I'll just go, right, the photo is this. <laughs> 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 There's a needle scratch from the music. right, I'm back. Oh, God, there we
2: go. Oh, God. Bye uh, again. I'm just breathing in now. We all had a fun night. <laughs> it's been it's been a good one. This one, I've enjoyed this one. I've had a lovely time, Alan. Thank you. That's
0: all right. Where, That's where, all right.
2: Where's the speedboat, <laughs>
1: uh, you don't have a tugboat. <laughs> What's that? You get your B F H and a tugboat. <laughs> uh,
0: have you enjoyed it, Alan? Oh, so I am. I'm going to watch the season 9 tonight. I'll decide this. <laughs> when Flea goes to bed, I'm going to put it on the network.
2: Oh Christ. <sighs> Do you ever wonder that it's survival series 1990? Anyway, um, uh, bye. I don't even know if I'm still recording right now. I don't know what's going on. I don't on. even know what's happening. I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just like it's quarter to bloody midnight now, and I'm just. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm supposed to be playing Mario. I'm supposed to be playing Mario three with Andy. I better get back to
2: this. <laughs> yeah, I to get back to that, mate. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> The Conquistadors
3: have left the building. Yeah, he doesn't look friendly at all. Nasty, nasty look. Ew. Ew.